Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 116 with a cold one and whale. Both your third time uh, on the cast. So welcome back, both of you. Hey, thanks, man. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was in the car with you guys driving back to the airport, driving Bodie back to the airport, or well, driving me back to the airport, technically, um, after our trip to Tennessee. How'd you guys like the trip? Because you you guys have had meetups before, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to most of them at this point. Or all of them, I think. At least, like, the, the base ones that we've done. Yeah, all the ones where you were invited. All the private ones, yeah, where we didn't invite you, you didn't go to those. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it just comes <laughs> with the territory. Yeah, based, uh, based moon. Yeah, you didn't get to go to that one. You couldn't, you couldn't afford the rocket up there, probably. Yeah, I also didn't have a passport, so I'm lucky. <laughs> you don't need passports for intergalactic travel, my friend. Doesn't somebody the own fuck? the moon or something like that? Like somebody like claimed they owned it. I swear I've heard yeah, that me. before. You saw it. <laughs> that was it. Was my first time though after like four years of solitude of like streaming and never going to any events. I mean, Rune. I would have planned to go to like every Rune Fest, but the year I started streaming was the last year they did it. And I was too young of a streamer to even like be recognized at RuneFest. Not like I would go to be recognized, but just I, I wouldn't have gone as just a, a baby streamer. Right. But, uh, and then RuneFest got canceled, and then I just never went to really any meetups. So it was great. It was a great time. RuneFest yeah. 2019 was nice, but like we didn't really spend that much time at the venue when we went there in 2019. Like most of the time we just spent in the town itself or like at Spoons or something. Yeah, and like 
when what was the year where Skidler punched Gross score? I keep I keep rehearing that story on the base after dark casts. <laughs> that was probably 2018. If that's the one okay. I'm thinking of where like he like accosted that girl or whatever. If it's that year, then yeah, yeah. it was 18. Okay, 2018. Yeah. See, like I I hear back to those kind of stories. I'm like, man, I really missed an era of just there. I feel like okay, a cold one. You started streaming what around the time I did? Maybe late 2018 or no? It's probably like early 2018, right? For you? Yeah, quote unquote, consistently around like 18, 19, like around that time frame. Okay, and you, whale? What 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 were you? Were you a 2020 Andy? I mean, I started in like late 2017. Got consistent around uh early to middle of 19 okay you started in 2017 like you yeah, streamed my, here and there my, my first ever stream was uh grotesque guardians release oh shit yeah that was 2017 yeah <laughs> dude yeah yeah it was like october 2017 ish are you fucking kidding me grotesque guardians was 2017 that still feels so recent i don't know why I know it's yeah. not recent because it was a Mod Kieran project. Oh man! Damn. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you remember when they like refused to let us skip the intro because the artist worked so long on it? So we ha always had yeah. to just continually watch the the statues wake up after the bell, <laughs> like do all. Yeah, that, that was super cool. <laughs> I, I did one I trip like... and said I'll wait until they allow us to skip it, and then maybe I'll go back. And then they did that. <laughs> I was just doing it blind on release, and I kept fucking praying mage because the little the little blobs were purple. I was like, why am I getting fucked up so bad? <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense. Like gargles are magic, aren't they? Like, Some magically like animated stone. Like yeah, that's, you know, that's it only true. makes sense. That's true. Yeah, grotesques were kind of a bitch back then. They were a lot different. Like. Well, actually, no, it wasn't. There, there was a time when they were a bitch. Initially, they weren't because Blowpipe was just destructive. I think after the Blowpipe nerf, they became really annoying. Was that the case? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, they were always fucking annoying, but yeah. yeah. that's true. It was all just based around going for the skip. I mean, yeah, basically. If, if they would just, like, okay, you know what would actually fix Grotesques? I, no, well, nothing would fix it. Actually, I... I don't know. I feel like they could have done better with just the l random piles of loot on the ground. I feel like it would have been cool because I f they should have designed the boss around the idea that you're going to be in the boss room for quite a bit, killing it. And if there had just been like a chest or just one spot on the ground where everything stacks, well, actually, that would be dangerous. But if it was like a chest where all your loot ends up being there and you can just like bank it uh, from there or just... I don't like that. <laughs> really? I kind of like the idea of just, like, all the loot being on the floor. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, a grizzled boomer or something. Maybe, yeah. I'm just, like, having all the shit just, like, floating around. You, like, right-click, like, ooh, what's in this pile? Ooh, what's in this pile? Dude, I get stressed the fuck out when just everything's on the ground, especially when I never know exactly what the despawn timers are because every single instance is different, it feels like. Yeah, forgive me, but I have to say the line. But uh, from a UIM perspective, that'd be a bit busted. <laughs> I mean, doesn't... But isn't that deep down whatever UIM actually wants? Like, they don't want to admit no. it, but they actually like the convenience of little updates here and there. I mean, a lot of them probably. do. Yeah. But not you. It really depends. Yeah. Yeah, I'm built completely differently. Okay, so what, what was the best EasyScape UIM update that you actually liked that made it actually just way easier? Uh... Or was I mean, it? I wasn't I wasn't playing at the time, but I think noted potions really like made PVM a lot more viable. 
a lot of people not gonna like that, but I mean, you know. I, I think noted potions were overall good for the game mode, as far as like making it not just a fucking skilling mode. Mm. Yeah, the noted pots was basically the biggest devaluation, right? Something like that. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, like fucking. But it probably made the game also, just better, just more fun. Yeah, but like it was also like. Like the people who complain about noted potions are a lot of times like people who were playing whenever you would get like ten noted brews from Zora. So I mean, it's kind of dude. Those were the days, man. Yeah, those are, those are awesome. Yeah, that was sick. But uh, you know, unlucky. Yeah, dude. Think about it. there was a time and place where Zora dropped ten noted brews, ten noted uh, birds' nests. Callisto dropped seventy-five noted birds' nests, and then Jack likes. This isn't fun. They should try birdhouses. Yeah, yeah, no. I love a good hour. <laughs> Them getting rid of the Callisto version, like the the seven, that was the iconic Callisto drop. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that, why did they get rid of that? I could understand the Zora a little bit. Kind of. Oh, yeah, no, Zora's broken as fuck. Yeah, like I could understand that entire nerf, but really, you're just gonna shut. What did they even put in place of it? Like three Snapdragon seeds or something? I feel. I, I feel like it was nothing of value. If not nothing, mm. but they changed it because like three maxed Iron Men complained saying like, "Oh, this is busted." People that just attack a monster get a bird's nest. I, I chopped a redwood tree for four days to get ten of them or some shit. Yeah, I I can understand them trying to make items and resources come from their original sources. I can understand that take. I actually think it could be done very well, but just like artificially nerfing. I don't know, but I was just really butthurt with the Callisto drop nerf. I just thought that was so stupid. Like, it doesn't matter if there's one place. Because you're you're already having Mole drop all these nests, and you could argue that's its source is Mole dropping fucking bird nests, basically. I mean, not actually, but a guy that just trades them in for it. But you could have that just had one other place way. to just... I, mean, I, think, I think the whole uh, having, like, items come from a quote-unquote source that, like, makes iconic sense kind of just doesn't exist anymore because like you just do a raid in toa and you get like 2000 dragon dart tips and i haven't seen a single dragon in there i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know those what... things are made out of dragon nails that's how you make the dart tips or something dude i, I'm I love so... how the gems are just cut that's just so really annoying yeah no that's good shit it's really fucking funny no it's so annoying it's so annoying when <laughs> like why are the gems that is literally the best part about crafting is sitting at the bank cutting entire inventory of uncut gems and you already do the uh, fucking work for us like god damn it dude oh nope. man, just like buy some uncut gems then <laughs> yeah if you're an iron man consider de-ironing or just go do a cox you'll get Bro, plenty of uncut gems <laughs> i have actually been talking about that quite a bit how the the days where like people looked up to iron men because they were like respectable accounts is far oh yeah no, far from that shit's gone. yeah it's gone yeah. I, it's literally main man mode now if you're not a main you're just trolling basically at this point oh yeah you, i am Nah, I'm sorry. Now you're it's, trolling. It's, you're trolling. No, no, too. everybody loves UIMs. It's sick. It's I will Bro, say you can UIMs literally actually... buy a Tebow on an Iron Man now if you want. Look what fucking Ginger Beardy did. Just AFK in a raid <laughs> and then wait until the end and she's like, oh, I got a Tebow. Nice. Okay, we, we listen, people actually still get butthurt about that. Raids was actually originally designed as a PVM slash skilling sort of like dungeoneering experience. 
It wasn't necessarily yeah. built as a PVM only, and that people are cheating the system by skilling. I don't know. I I think I've heard too many zoomers out there thinking it's no, like I, I still think chambers of Zarek is one of the best pieces of content like by design like if not like the best one yeah i mean the ohm fight at least the rest of it's kind of eh. dude the sheer fact that a tebow is still over a bill seven years later or six years oh yeah it's been six years six years yeah. later it's it, that's remarkable honestly best yeah. time in the game dude i mean yeah I mean that that's pretty cool that something that came out six years ago. I, I mean, dude, that was really the prime. Twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, those were prime pieces of content. You had Chambers, Inferno, and Tob all within a year. Yeah, and those to this day are still recognized as just like, like you can still obtain that feeling that you first got getting your first Infernal Cape. You know, like people can still live that. Not saying like we. I'm not saying like a cold one would relive that joy every time, but people can still live that joy of getting their own first infernal cape and getting, you know, a Tebow. And obviously, Tob is still like great fun. And I mean, I got like 50% right with that. Like when you make a new account, like I'm making a bunch of like new accounts right now since God bless Bounty Hunters finally getting released. So like I'm making all different builds, but like when you get your first Infernal Cape on like a new account, like one that's got zero KC, it it feels kind of cool. It's like yeah, I just got that. Now he's all caped up. He's all grown up. <laughs> caped up. It, uh, it's just like, it's a different feel. It's definitely not first Infernal Cape feeling, but it's like it, it's just good. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine it'll feel cool. pretty good whenever I uh, end up getting the cape on the pure. But still gotta train that fucker. So you also need to give membership. Nah, he's, he he has membership these days. I got 70 oh. crafting today. Oh, Jeez. go on. MM2 yeah. time? Uh, we're working on the requirements, yeah. I got a Jilded knocked out, too. Mm. Better not see you in my Slayer Caves. I mean, look, I may or may not have some Hellhounds right now that may or may not have to be killed in the wilderness. So, Oh, yeah. what, is your combat level close to 70 by any chance? It is just so close to 70, as a matter of fact. If you oh. see just a big ass forehead at the uh, at the Hellhounds, you know, maybe consider offing your boy. That would be that's great. A, that's incredible. You know, I have ninety magic on this account that is seventy three combat. I think I might have to take a little stroll over there uh, over yonder and see what I can find. Uh nothing nothing worth finding. Don't worry about it. Yeah, listen, fifty K is fifty K. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey man, everybody gotta eat. <laughs> oh my god. So, what do you think, Whale? A cold one's made it pretty clear he likes raids two, oh, raids two. Imagine me still calling a raid two. He likes Tob over the other raids. What about you? I'm still a Cox Andy. Nice. Oh no, I, I, I think I can I can do Tob for longer sessions, but like I don't know, Solo Cox just holds a very special place in my heart. Like that was like seeing people do that is what made me want to get good at the video game. Yeah, dude, I still remember right before I had started straight, not maybe, maybe not right before, but when Chambers first came out and do you, I don't know if you guys remember Hauke's solo raid streams, just literally. I didn't really watch much Hauke. Yeah, I was going back. Bruh, Hauke, he was like one of the early people on the solo Chambers train, like that could actually efficiently do it and look good doing it. And watching his stream, I just remember back then, like, this is, keep in mind, this is a time where I was very impressed by people in the, 
I was impressed by Alfie one tick flicking his mage prayer in the fight caves. Like I thought that was like so ridiculous that he would risk that, you know, like what if it turned off? You know, I used to actually think that was really impressive. You know, we call you a daytime chat if you said that in the Twitch chat today. <laughs> You're like, hey, buddy, the foe streams that way. Do you, uh, do you get out of the daycare or something? Dude, I even remember the days where foe was learning how to one tick flick. Um, and there's just a memory still implanted in my brain of him in Neve's cave killing, um, I think they were fire giants <laughs> in cave trying to learn how to one-tick flick. And him struggling with it, but he was trying to learn it. I was like, man, I should really try to learn this too. And so I, I remember it, dude, it took me fucking months to actually finally nail down one-tick prayer flicking using the prayer orb. That, that shit took me so long to get down, I swear. And it was painful at first because I was so tense doing it. You've got I just remember really, uh, really old memory. Go first, whale. I got mine still. Okay. Yeah, I remember learning lazy flicking in Neve's cave at Aberrant Specters because I would make my prayer go up at the same time as the green ball would appear above their head whenever they did their attack animation. Mm. I was like, "Oh, this is sick!" And then I tried to do it at Fire Giants and their five tick, and I just lost my fucking mind. <laughs> oh, what was yours? A cold one. All right, so I remember uh like very shortly after the inferno came out uh me and rice cup were doing like some group raids at chambers and we didn't have our infernal capes yet this is like maybe two weeks after release of inferno and they were like okay but like you know learning one tick flicking is like kind of valuable so like we just practice anytime we were scaving like just one tick flicking the orb and see how long we'd actually like, be able to hold rhythm for it without it breaking and that was just like our way to practice like whenever we weren't doing inferno and uh, yeah, that, that's how I learned how to one tick flick, just practicing on scabs and raids. Damn. I got consistent at one tick flicking by uh, fucking doing it at Arma. <laughs> it's like, if you fuck it up, you're taking a 60, unlucky. Yeah. I, no. don't even, I don't even chance that shit there. I don't care. I do. I, I, I do here and there. It depends. I've, I've like, I have my own special <laughs> Arma process that I do. And it, like, depending on the supplies I have, if I have. If I have very low restores, I'll just one tick flick, it, like assuming I have a lot of food. And if I don't have any food, then I'll do like the shield flicking bullshit. But yep, that's what I would do. Yeah, can't believe I had to do that shit twice, man. That was fucked up. Dude, you went giga dry on that boss twice, and like I thought I had for a bag, the same so fucking like, item. Dude, I went dry on the thing for like thirteen hundred or something on my iron, and that was the last like PVM item I got before I de ironed. That was like the only thing I was missing. And then you beat my dry streak, not once, but twice. Like, like who did you, like, fuck over at, like, Jagex headquarters or something? I mean, you know. It, like, it, whose family it, did you kill? It evens out in the end. Watching, like, seeing Iron Man with just armor legs <laughs> in the DI top is literally, like, the, the cutest thing you can ever see. It hurts. Top. It hurts so bad. <laughs> Dude, now the, now the setup is a fortified Missouri chaps and unfortified Missouri top. <laughs> dude it's wild you don't even need to like get all three items from armor you just need to get all three items from like masori and then just get all the components from armor yep oh yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah just I, now. i'm still missing the, dude that, top. the fucking dude that i knocked down from a uh, rank two armor was uh literally just trying to get all the components for masori uh, but he just kept getting fucking helmets every time <laughs> <laughs> plus one <laughs> yeah it was sick <laughs> 
Dude, I hate about like horror stories like this, and it makes me so happy I don't play that fucking game mode anymore. I am like over the moon that I'm just not doing that shit ever again. And the best part is, is like it's actually respectable now too. Like the the community agrees now. It seems it seems like there's this overwhelming presence of like if you're a main, you're in the cool group. You know, like you've actually you <laughs> you you've come to the light basically, and you've realized that this game's a lot more enjoyable as a main. I still yeah, haven't gotten like to that no point. I don't know if I ever will get to that point, unfortunately. You're just like well too established. So it was an iron. Like your account's just loaded right now. Yeah. Like occasionally I like look at your the uh, the YouTube video and I'm like watching one of your Sebe casts and like when you're banking something like let's say like doing something at the furnace in Shallow Village or whatever the hell. Yeah. And I see your bank, you got like a half a mil like sapphires and there was some bullshit. I don't know the exact <laughs> count, but I'm just like this dude's like bank account just looks like a fucking like bot farm, just like did not get banned for ten years or something. It just has everything, yeah. just chilling in there. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's hard, especially because uh, you know I've been asked. I was, uh, by a bunch of people in my stream and stuff like are you ever gonna make a new account or are you, are you ever gonna like make a group iron man or make a hardcore or anything like that and honestly if i had incredible fire first of all if if i had incredible fire for this game as if like you know i was just going really hard i don't even think i'd consider making a new account because i'd be going so so hard on this account but the lack of fire would make me remaking an account so uninteresting like in order to make an interesting uh, series or whatever you're going to do with a new account, you have to be incredibly motivated and you have to go super hard at first. If you're just stuck in like the early game for a few months, it's just going to be the most depressing thing ever. Um, and also, like you said, it's almost like I've been, I'm established as a high level Iron Man at this point, which, you know, could change and stuff, but I don't know. I kind of, I, I still enjoy the uh, late game grind for the most part. Yeah, that guy like kind of that guy kind of got gassed up for Iron Man a little bit now. Like anyone that hasn't done like you know banking two hundred mil prayer or crafting or something, because I know like Iron's like max efficiency you have to kill like thirty thousand Vorkath or something. And if you just didn't do that and you waited until they release this new scaly shit or whatever, Bruh. you just got like a bunch of free herb secondaries. Like, dude, the <laughs> the new scaly blue hide that shit is. So I did like I don't know a hundred Vorkath kills just this in the past couple days. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was getting like a that drop like every like seven kills basically. I know it's a one in ten, I think, but yeah, that shit is literally just fifty scales. Just I gotta know, like I I gotta I don't think anyone will have the answer here. I really just need to know which like J mods Iron Man is trying to go for two hundred mil herb lore because like you know TOA just shits out like fifty torstal seeds and a drop if you do like a five hundred or something. Dude, you know that's and, a like, thing because nobody was asking for that. Nobody was asking for blue dehyde scales. Like, Dude, which one of them is going for it? I need to know. Yeah, it's, it's one of the J mods definitely is. Scales aren't noted, are they? Are they? They're like uh, they the, are noted. The you break, they are. You break them open, and they're fifty noted. But, oh, like, that's what? fucking busted. I know yeah, it's, you, it's yeah. fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like, who the fuck made this? I mean, I'm I'm not complaining, but it's very clear. So, there's some shady shit going on. Where somebody's like, I need blue scales bad. I'm down bad with them. I mean, we yeah. know there's some shady shit going on. We got Stella sending feet picks to Trident or whatever, like mid-tier feet picks, and it's enough to get him to ban like <laughs> the entire DMing scene. Uh, something's going on. The, the, yeah. Here, I'm actually gonna just show it on my uh on the video segment of me opening one of those blue scaly hides. I think I have one, right? What are they even called? Scaly? Bro, I don't know. I like half read the update and then I like read the other half like 
on stream yesterday and I saw like, <laughs> Dude, so, this, bro. This thing is so private server. You literally, okay, so listen, you, you grab the scaly blue hide. They don't stack, um, but you, you grab the scaly blue hide and you grab a knife and just instantaneously just turns into 50 noted blue dragon scales. What the fuck is going on with this game right now? Dude, they oh, added cool. another audio indicator for Hyunleaf. Like, it already had one, and they had to add another one that goes on for, like, seconds before the other indicator that tells you when it's switching. I'm just like, why? What happens, like, when Corrupted Gauntlet came out when there just was no audio or visual indicator or nothing? Like, you just had to count to four, and then no one did the content. They made that one change, and now it's, like, on every Ironman's, like, you know, checklist of things to do. I mean, we, all, we were all using an audio cue anyway, perps, fucking voice. <laughs> I wasn't using that. I, I was using that. To, like I, random shit going in my ear. I just remember like those when you when you run into Hunliff and you forget to click the start perp voice and then you're trying to like <laughs> time it back up with it later. Such a yeah, fucking you chore. get stomped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. To be honest, that I actually enjoy those updates where they make things actually playable. Like the Hydra making a little animation. Like just fucking do that, please. I yeah, I don't care about sidestepping counting mechanics. That shit's boring. Yeah. All right. You want to hear some wild crap? So they did that thing for demonic gorillas too. Oh, yeah. Apparently they're there? like, apparently they're going to count as like different NPCs or whatever. So you can like add radius markers to them. Like you count with like next to find out her range during different phases and shit. So you can just like recolor it. So like when it's meleeing, it'll be colored red. And when it's ranging, <laughs> it'll be colored green. So it's basically like cheat client, but with more steps now. Oh, no, no one had a problem with it. Everyone had a problem with it when it wasn't allowed, but now it's allowed. I was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. It wasn't. But uh, I, I wasn't against it morally. It just wasn't on the client. That's why I had an issue with it. That is a pure representation of just this game is becoming easy escape. There literally was a time where they banned outright the use of being able to do demonics easier with plugins and stuff. They just banned it. And now yeah, they just sort of like revert that ban without actually talking about anything. They're like, yeah, we'll just allow you to do this now. Which, on it again, it's like I don't really have a problem with it, but it's very clear to see that this game clearly is getting devalued like pretty hard. And people, the integrity and the old schoolness of it is not there anymore. Again, do I have a problem with it? Not really. I stopped caring ages ago, and now it's just like, I. It just makes things like so much nicer. It's like, oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's funny. You just laugh at everything now. Yeah. Like the whole like Urzik Helm thing being obtainable without a top or Inferno Casey. I'm like, yo, that fucking rules. That's hysterical. <laughs> it is That's pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Did you guys see the sailing navigation preview? I'm not reading that. I've read, no, not I've not read, not the not the whole blog. Just saw the little video of them, just like how it works. Uh, I didn't watch the video. I just like read the thing they posted on Twitter. Okay, because you can walk around on your boat, but you can also click on the water and your boat moves to that spot. All right, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't care for this new skill. If I can't buy it off the Grand Exchange like Herblor, I'm not trading it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm not gonna lie. So I try to be fully honest. I was very much team sailing when the three were proposed. I kind of like switched my mind a little bit here and there, but shamanism was not what I was looking for. <clears throat> yeah no i was looking I for that i think would have broken the too. game and brought it to ruin faster i was hoping that one won <laughs> yeah it was too many untradeables for me i was i was exactly. not about that but um like I, I, there's something it's the same thing with ruinous powers 
the idea of these kind of things always sounds really cool in my head. And then I actually start seeing it, you know, being beta tested or showing like what it actually is going to look like in the game. And then I start getting scared. <laughs> I literally yeah. start getting scared for the fucking game. I'm just like, holy shit. Like there's going to literally be a new prayer book that is just like, you're never going to log into the, the classic standard prayer book that we know and love for the past 23 years. And this new sailing skill, it's going to turn the game into Toontown. You're just fucking sailing places. Ooh, I'm liking that name, Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever play Toontown, by the way? Holy shit. No, but I remember seeing commercials for that shit all the time. That was for like yeah, the rich kids it. because there was no free to play Toontown. It was like you had to fucking get your parents' credit card information day one. So it, it just felt like a rich kids game back when I was a kid. Yeah, if game wasn't free, I wasn't fucking playing it. Yeah. Certainly not on PC. Yeah, I got like a, I think I got like a 15-day trial or something like that when I was a kid. Or maybe it was just a seven-day trial. But I had to get my parents to type it in. And I said I would just cancel it immediately, you know, because then they wouldn't be charged. But I just remember <laughs> roaming around Toontown. Just, yeah, whenever I see new graphical updates in OSRS now, I just instantly think of Toontown because... It's just, there's something about them redesigning the way old school looks, especially with like the elves update years and years ago. Do not get me started on that. <laughs> Bro, I'm so mad about fucking Shades of Morton. That shit was oh, so about jank and ugly, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They and they they put them Toontown fucking flames in there too. Like, that was the icing on the cake. I know, and they do it with everything and. Yeah, the fucking Isle of Souls trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna that's lie. That's literally I'm Toontown trees. Hell out of this. I, th I love this phrase already. It's growing on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is entering my vernacular for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's all mine now. Uh, yeah, those fucking Toontown trees. Though, those they're they're Fortnite trees. Actually, that's what I consider. Them. Yeah, just, true. Like, there's no texture to it whatsoever. It's just a fucking big blob of green. There you go. All right. So you know what I miss is like really, really like old 2005, 2006 graphics of RuneScape. And there's like a few places where there's doors that still have that exact texture. Yes. Like Frankenstein's yeah. castle, the shed in the back still has that door. And the Fisher's, the, the Fisher, Fisher realm actually has two yeah. different, it's like they were trying to update it into Toontown and then they just fucking gave up halfway through the building <laughs> because yeah. there's two Hazel different Mule. variants. Uh, Hazelmere store as well. There's a, there's a few good doors out there. Yeah. I love There's those doors. Uh, West too. In fact, actually, one of my favorite bugs in like West Arty, I don't even know if it's a bug. Maybe it's just an oversight that never got fixed. But there's like a there's like a ghetto house that has like the walls broken, and if you open the door, it, there's just a tree blocking the door <laughs> of the house, just sitting there. <laughs> that's actually. Hang that's on, I gotta go find this. That is that is old school, man. That is fucking yeah, old school. Hang on, I'm gonna go run over there real quick. See, they so. Years ago, they came out with a graphical update that reverted what the rocks look like around the game. Because yeah. when Old School first came out, they were the whole new, like, 2008 models or something. And maybe it was just, like, late 2007 models, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then they reverted it. And I was like, that is an amazing change. Yeah, I remember watching the, uh, like, the Q&A that week. And uh, they, like, went down to the Blurite rocks. And everybody just fucking... Oh, it was sick. I was so stoked to see yeah. those rocks coming back. 
And I wish they would do more of that. I don't actually think people would care as much now because we have so many Zoomers in the game. Like, I don't think we would get pogs if they reverted things because I feel like people would have by now forgotten that that's even like an old school. Graphic. I want to plug in that like changes the models of like lesser demons and dragons and hellhounds is like their old models if you like click on it. See, I want that. See, I didn't I didn't play back before 2004. I started summer of 2004. So anything that's prior to that actually is just really strange to me. <laughs> no, those those graphics were around during that time. If you played summer 2004, those types of things were around until I think mid to late 2006, I want to say. The, like, the, so like the giant really old dragons. demons, really? Yeah. Well, I know yeah, the current demons we have weren't the ones that were in that game, but I've seen like super ancient models where I'm like, "Holy fuck!" I don't know if I've ever seen this before. Mm -hmm. but, but maybe my brain right. was just so underdeveloped back then not not underdeveloped for my age, but just you know, I, I was just a brainlet back then. I didn't know how to train right. skills and stuff. Okay, so. I put something up live. This is the door I'm talking about. So this is in West Arty, like one of the uh, the broken down shacks. You open up the door, and there's just a tree <laughs> here. Not only that, like the door somehow phases through the tree to open it. Like, I hope they never change this. It's been like this for years. Yeah, that's I really good stuff. Here, wait, stay, oh. stay there. My my thing just glitched a little bit. I forgot there's like door spamming yeah. mechanics because of dead men. So like, I have to wait before I open the door again. <laughs> Actually, wait, I'll just hop worlds. Hold up. <laughs> the worst part is, is it's a it's a um, new school door with an old yep. school tree. All right, so okay, here's it. the tree in a fence. Here's the door. You open it, and it somehow swings <laughs> through the tree. It's more pointless video game information, but I, I love stuff like this. Oh my god, dude, that is good. That is <laughs> just fucking rats everywhere. Oh my yeah. god. See, I missed that, right? I like that building texture. And I like if so if you go to Fisher Realm, there is um one of the doors there is so thick. It's like the thickness of two old school doors. Are you gonna go yeah. there? Uh yeah, let me grab a drawman. Okay. I think I have that done. Oh nice, the roller tile. <laughs> still need to... See that yeah. that, that would be the a style too. That would be a really terrifying thing of starting a new account is just yeah. trying to relearn how to fucking play mid and early game, like using Draymond stabs and stuff. Like it's just been it's been half uh -huh. a decade since I've had to use that shit. Dude, I remember <laughs> the day they changed the model of the Draymond staff. I already had Lumberj Elite done, so I wasn't using it anymore. And I like saw people equipping it and like I saw it in people's inventory. I'm like, what the fuck is that thing? And I found out it's Draymond staff. I'm like, what the hell? When did they change the model of this thing? Because it just used to look like a wooden staff. You can buy <laughs> yeah. it from the store for like a hundred gold or whatever the hell. Uh, I haven't traveled there. Was it BJQ? No, BJR. BJR. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Go up to the castle and uh, check that fucking girth of that door up there. It's like uh, on the second floor, I think. See, oh, this yeah, is what I, I mean. Like they, They've updated part of the castle. As you see, the entrance doors are just that new school vibe. It's like new new school, but it's like 2007. I, like see, era, I don't like, like it around the time when they changed the uh, the models of like the demons and stuff. Like it's it's fine, but it's not optimal. Yeah, that. That, that's I love this. Yeah. I love this kind <laughs> of fucking door, this, dude. Oh. Look at yeah. that. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, that's a thick ass <laughs> fucking door. <laughs> With like eight C's. And, and the, the door right next to it is new school. They just refused to update that one. Oh my god. Yeah, that's some good shit. Yeah, there's another one as well. This is like one of my favorites that exists. Like back here. 
Okay. So like you see like the old things right? like Mauritania, like spooky doors and everything. <laughs> yeah, spooky doors. <laughs> yeah. And look, new school ish doors with that same art style. Yeah. But then there's just like you can see like the top of it like peeking out from behind <laughs> the shed right here. It's like oh, here. Yeah. Oh, I guess oh, they that's all, the same door. Oh, yeah, they the all door are is like locked. This double thick. Fucking. We haven't done the quest yet. <laughs> Creature. Was it under true. C or is it under F? Uh, no, I guess I haven't done it yet. Okay. Okay. I, just, on my list I love that door. Like that door makes me happy when I see that. And you zoom in, you can see the individual pixels and all that. Like that is true old school right there. Oh yeah. yeah. Real good stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. It was like I, I hate like all this new school stuff as I hold my third age staff, my or like whatever the hell, Tumekan yeah. Shadow, imbued Zamorak cape, mole slippers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't mind yeah. like new things. I just don't like it when old things change. Personally. Yeah, that that's like, the problem. That's fucking sick. Yeah, that's totally loot room. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. A new artwork like that is cool, but like replacing old artwork with like updated, like no, leave that, please. Yeah, that's yeah. like. And like. honestly, I wish they would just when they make a new place, like just keep those old models. That's what's charming about this game is like mm -hmm. yeah. making it look really old school. I do appreciate all that they've done to Shazian, the Shazian rework. Obviously it looks more new school, but it still has that old school vibe to it. I think they did it really well. I'm not going to lie. It's impossible to navigate though. Yeah. It's I hate the new shimmer. one because I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. You get lost really quickly. There is a lot going on there, and there's no content. <laughs> like there's there's nothing to actually do there, but it's just massive. Just for... yeah, but there's boards now. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Shrink on board. Wait, how come nobody's made a YouTube series on that? Like getting 99 strength through only boars <laughs> over the course of like I spent two months at boars, and if only uh, if only Verf rolled that chunk as a starting chunk instead. Dude, Verf Honestly. is still in chunk one. What a goddamn fucking machine. Oh, he picked the one that had Skatizo with, like, the fucking everything there. And he's trying to actually green log it now because of the update, right? Yep. Yeah. He's just doomed. What is he still yeah. missing? Jar and a full totem, I believe. Still the full totem? I think yeah. he Holy got the shit. totem? I don't, I don't remember. I haven't watched in a while. I don't yeah, really watch but, YouTube but, he's, but, he, but he doesn't have the jar yet, that's for sure. Yeah, no, okay. he doesn't have the jar yet. Yeah, his series is... his When you go to his video and you just look at his bank, it's actually pretty impressive. It looks awesome, I think. I yeah, love those chunk banks. Yeah, some of the chunks are really good. A limpwort chunk. Yeah, like yeah. Limpwort's bank, whenever I whenever he opens it and I see all that shit in there, I actually get a little smile because it's all these like really old school stacks, just massive stacks of random shit. Yup. And it's just cool to see that like just the sheer amount of hours that were put into getting all this. Yeah. Limpwort. Limp Limpwort series and uh I Verf, I'm excited for him to get out of that chunk one because he's just gonna flourish after that as soon as because he, he's his account's already incredibly built. Mm -hmm. I remember asking him like what would happen like after he finishes chunk one. He's like I'd probably roll into like the mining spot by the docks and have to get ninety nine mining and hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a small grind though in comparison, I feel like. Oh yeah. Compared to killing like two billion hill giants, yeah, yeah, 
That is nuts, by the way. Like legitimately over half a million hill giants. Yeah. And and this is not max gear either. This is like some shit. No prayer. Like just sitting there. I don't know if that's that's. I mean, to be honest, max gear versus his gear is not that big of a difference. They only have thirty five HP, but still. Yeah. Priest robes and Seracnus cudgel actually just looking like a gold farmer. Literally. Yeah. I don't know. Did you guys ever watch Rendy's new series, his defense saga, where he got yeah. like a visage on his no, I think it what it's like no strength and no yeah, attack. Yeah, it's literally just defense. It's just defense, okay. Yeah, no prayer and no mage, no range either. And he has a fucking DFS. I think that's so cool. That's been yeah, ruined. I have been Look spoiled. Out. And I'm big sad now. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. but I'm no longer going to press the like button on his videos. And if he is sad about that, he can blame you too. <laughs> Damn. To be fair, I was also spoiled on it because I joined his fucking stream. And he was uh, trying to like kill Barrow's brothers and he just had the DFS on. I was like, the fuck, dude? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool <laughs> account. Like those trophy accounts. <clears throat> yeah, imagine doing something really masochistic like getting a a champion's cape or something on, on an account like that. No attack, no strength, no range. <laughs> Just kidding. Please like, don't give that guy on Twitter a shout out. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? This fucking, you literally just talked about him, like a tr like a trophy account that gets a champion's cape. That's literally the, like the champion's cape <laughs> guy that blocked everybody on Twitter because they liked a Mod Ash tweet. Oh my god, that's the same guy. That, that's a fucking throwback. Holy shit! Good times. We we have good times on the Bird app. Dude, what <laughs> amazes me is that app is free. Yeah, no. Well, arguably, uh, okay. it's not free yeah. if you're stupid. Yeah, if you, if you have a brain, it's pretty free. Okay, so let me ask you. Um, are we living in the best era of Twitter? Or was there a previous best era? Of old school mm. Twitter, I should say. Yeah, probably not. I think like 17 to 2020 was like best era of Twitter from what I, uh, what I gather. Yeah, that sounds about right. The one where uh, where Arland like ripped on that uh that mid tier porn star. Oh, that was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that, that oh, era that's a right classic. there, dude. Yeah. I I just love seeing his. You just go through his pro. I I, I swear, like he. You should only have one pinned tweet, but I swear I've seen like multiple pinned tweets from him. I think he just switches it up because whenever I click on his profile, there's a different pinned tweet that just popped off like years ago, and it, it's fucking gold. I love it. Dude, that one like recirculates every so often. I see it just get reposted. It's like a meme or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. He's been on Twitter forever. See, I'm kind of like still, I, I still consider myself new to Twitter, even though I joined in fucking 2019. Um, But yeah, seeing all like that old drama and stuff, seeing stuff get retweeted from like 2018 and prior is, is always awesome. I wish, I just wish I had played old school on release not that, not for the reason like to just w have wasted more of my life, but just for the sake of being there for all of the old school shit and drama. I, I feel like yeah, I know a lot of it, but I wasn't actually there for it. All right, so yeah. you want to know probably like one of my fondest memories of uh of like old school RuneScape release like twenty thirteen. 
What? So this is like maybe like a month or so after the after release. Like Varaquest is a very popular like trading post for people to like you know spam stuff with auto chat and whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of my buddies, Matt, which he might be listening at some point, he pops in my streams once in a while. He's a good IRL buddy of mine. Uh, he's like, yo, you want to like screw around and do something fun for an hour? I'm like, what? He's like, it's called the needle challenge. You start with nothing but a needle in your inventory, and you have to like flip that. And at the end of the hour, whoever has the most GP in their inventory wins. Damn. So it, like starts off, you try to sell the needle for like a thousand. You buy something off somebody, like you buy like lobsters off somebody else, and you try to flip them for more, and just like do that for like an hour straight, and just build your bank like from literally a needle. It was actually like kind of fun to do. But like that stuff would like never work nowadays. You would not be able to do anything even close to that. Really? Yep. See, like no one's gonna be a trading post like that. No one's gonna buy a needle off you for one k. The hell? Yeah. You don't think you're like a scam bot? (laughs) Yeah. If you're doing something like that, you have to like make it known that you're doing like a trading. Like stream it basically. (laughs) Yeah, and tell them that you're doing cheating at that point. Video and shit. Yeah, Yeah, it's just it doesn't have the same charm. Yeah. yeah, that was also there in the era of unidentified herbs, and if you didn't know the trick of like filling your inventory, aside from like the good unidentifieds, you get scammed and keep given like guams and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was just like a different time, dude. It, it was a different time, and on top of that, I really actually miss the old, just the old school vibe of this game, where it was literally a bunch of fucking nerds. And the reason we all started playing this initially was really for, it felt like it was for XP. I feel like that was like the core of this game was like flexing a 99 or something, you know, there was no PVM, there was no raids, there was no being good at PVM really. And you just had that old school vibe of just people fucking around doing bank sales, just chilling. Bank sales sales were so good though. That was a dopamine hit. You would just you're you're a total noob trading a dude that's fifty combat levels higher than you, and he shows up his fucking Santa hat, his trimmed rune armor, all his fucking glorious shit he has, and you know you can't buy any of it, but at least you're looking at it and you're like, damn, like that's fucking awesome. Maybe maybe there's a chance he'll give me something for free. You know, if I beg. No. <laughs> I was actually talking to Mason about this kind of thing last night, uh, E-Virgin. I think we just miss the feeling of, like, being clueless. I do. Yeah, in I do this game. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you're... It, we, But we only see the good part of it. Because deep down, we were like, fuck, like, how do you... How do we get that? Like, how do I get that? How do I get better at this? You know, how do I... In the moment, you don't appreciate it. It's only after the fact. That's when you really appreciate the clue, cluelessness. Listen I want to go that. back to like 2005 when I was killing Chaos Druids in the Edgeville dungeon with a dragon battle axe as my main hand because I could hit 20s with it. Oh, sick. I want to go back to that. Like, I genuinely did that and I vividly remember doing that in my buddy Mike's house. Dude, you know where I used to train? <laughs> Let's hear I used it. To, Let's... I, used to, <laughs> I used to train um, south of Aubrey's Rune Store in Varrock and I used to kill the level 16 thief. That's oh, literally that's, that's literally the guy I would kill. <laughs> that's the guy I would kill. Up the streets. <laughs> yeah. God, the fucking rules. That is literally the guy I used to kill over and over. And I I remember getting to like fifty strength, and I think my combat was around like 
68 or something. And I was like, I'm a fucking G at this. Like, I, cause I had remembered, I felt like I camped at combat level 30 ish for so long. And I just never got around to just training my stats. So I officially decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start killing shit and getting my combat up. And I remember seeing people that were level forties and fifties and sixties. I'm like, you guys are gods. And I remember getting up to like combat level 68 or something. And I just, I was like, I did it. I'm a fucking PVM champion. Like I'm a god at this game now. And then of course, the higher you get, then you start looking at the real Giga Chads that are like level 100 and you're like, oh my god. I'll never get there. I never did get there either. Yep, still a fucking noob. Yeah. And when I played, when I started old school, I started in uh, mid-2015, around like September-ish. And it yeah. the most depressing sight for me, because I was, keep in mind, like it was eight years of me not playing. So I still had that noob mindset and logging oh, yeah. in and just seeing people that were all level like 120 with no Slayer and then realizing that it was all botted through Nightmare Zone. Like seeing those accounts everywhere literally was the most depressing thing for me ever because it was so <laughs> cool to actually see an account that had trained for years getting up to like post level 100 combat back in like my childhood and just seeing that all gone because of some fucking stupid nightmare zone update made me sick it's not even that it's on top of like we've also just gotten older we've gotten smarter well maybe not that one but like we've gotten more efficient at like certain things we view things differently like we view games as like a goal-oriented thing rather than like something just to do for fun in a lot of cases and old school is definitely a big example of that yeah, yeah, that's I miss true. Looking, I miss looking at people in Barrow's armor and thinking, "Holy shit, he's a beast!" Instead of thinking, "Holy shit, he's a beast." <laughs> you know, just the tone has changed. Uh, yeah, I I remember I seeing Abyssal Whips and people with their white cavaliers and their dragon chains, and I'm like, "Dude, Abyssal Whip is the coolest fucking thing in this entire game. Like, so cool." It's a shame that Abyssal Whips now are just shit. Yeah. Just, just total, <laughs> total shit. Because that was just, that, that was like the old school. When people say, and I've talked about this here and there, like the idea of an old school, old school, that just, you, you still have the quality of life. This, this is my opinion on an old school, old school. And I know a lot of people wouldn't play it. I would play it personally. But it would be the idea of you still get the plugins, you still basically because there's going to be no way around it you're not going to be able to ban plugins so give old school exactly what it was on release of old school all that content with all the quality of life and all the bug fixes and continued support but no content updates so you're just yeah so you're just constantly living in the realm of old school 2007 you still get support if there's game breaking bugs it'll be fixed you'll ban cheaters all that bullshit but you'll just you there's a promise that there will never be any content updates there can be quality of life updates and there can still be plugin updates and stuff but just the content itself will never change they did that it was called fresh start worlds and it flopped well that's because it ends at some point and you just get transferred over what they need is a game that's never going to get fucking transferred over. Just like, this is it. This is the fresh economy. And it wasn't also because Fresh Start Worlds had all the content. Yeah, that's true. Today, so. But it was like fresh economy and everything. And I think that's like what, one thing that like people would really care about in like 
starting over. Yeah, it's like there's no like supplies anywhere. Like foraging yeah. dragon bones is actually a huge money maker for the first mm -hmm. couple of weeks and stuff like that. I just think it would be fun to have the classic version of it where there is not all the updates and there's no grand exchange and there's no. It's just like you re you log in and you really feel that holy shit, this is a different game entirely, but it's still old school. And you just understand that you're not going to get all those Zoomers playing it because they're all going to be like, yeah, this is stupid. And to be honest, it will be stupid after a few months. But I'll be one of those nerds that continues to play it. I'd probably just farm hard clues because that's the, that's the top tier of clues. And I would just uh -huh. try to like collect third age and shit because there's no Iron Man either. So everyone's just a main account. Yeah, I imagine you can probably only get one fucking clue at a time as well. Well, yeah, you can only get one clue at a time still oh, right yeah. now. See that? No, I mean like you could only have like one clue at a time, regardless of tier, wasn't it? Yeah, originally? I think that was the case. Yeah. Was it? Maybe. I'm pretty it, sure that yeah. sounds right. I'm not positive, but, but that would be, that would be something where I would be okay with them reverting it. It's the same thing with unidentified herbs. Like, give just it's like the content would never change but give us the quality of life that we enjoy let us turn our game with the fucking mouse wheel let us hold multiple clues you know like yeah exactly shit like that would be yeah, all I, I wouldn't want make make x in uh old school old school i miss fucking spamming my keyboard and shit and like right clicking it was sick <laughs> You say that for now, but the only reason like RuneScape Classic was held afloat is because people like literally everybody bottled it. Like the way you trade yeah, skills back okay. then is like if you wanted to chop a tree, you had to click for every individual log. If you wanted to cook <laughs> something, you had to use every single one on the fire individually, yeah. etc. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody wanted to do that shit. Nobody had time for that shit. Yeah, they would have to fix all that. So like mechanics and things would work as they do currently, but just the content. That's that's the main gist. Of course, it'd be little things here and there that we'd have to decide whether or not it's appropriate to change, but content alone, that would never change. I think that'd be cool. There would also be some, like, rune light trading post, probably. I don't think they'd ever bring back Zybez. I don't think Zybez would ever be a thing again, but they'd have, like, some rune light overlay thing that tells you who's trading what and shit. So yeah. is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, but I'm also know. like Grizzle Boomer again, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never really used it. I don't I know. Didn't. As a kid, I just assumed every RuneScape is affiliate, like associated website it was just like a scam site. So <laughs> I, I just went around one time and just no, I never even got scammed. That's the thing. Really? I just played it far too safe. Yeah. You never got scammed in in RuneScape. Never got scammed. Yeah. So you were the scammer. And that's why you knew what no, was scams I, or not because you had that mindset. No, I, I wasn't a scammer either. I was. Just How did you never cool get with. scammed? What? I don't know. I just, I just didn't give people my shit. Yeah, <laughs> not hard. Just, yeah, but, but you're a child. Naked. Like I can understand a cold one because he's literally like forty years old. So he was, shut up. He, he was the scammer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he understood he could take advantage of a bunch of seven-year-olds when he's like twenty, oh. basically. Just I mean, I didn't start playing this game until I was like, I think I made my first account when I was twelve. Yeah, it was twelve or thirteen. That's like when I first started playing the game. But yeah, like, yeah I, I'm I'm maybe like forty years old. But we won't get into that. Who is the oldest streamer? Is it Foe or you? Foe, I think, is younger than me by like six months or something. I think. I might be wrong on that. 
I, I have to think, like, are there any, like, streamers that are actually old than me in the old school RuneScape section? I feel like there's at least two of them. Or, like, two consistent ones, rather. That yeah. are older than me, but, like, not by too far. Hmm. Well, I know there's, uh... What's his name? Low but or Modmat K. First of all, he's the he's the okay, oldest. Yeah. He's not a, he's not a streamer. He's an XJ mod. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, fair. I need a I need to get him on the cast. I still haven't asked him to come on. He's oh, that'd be jokes. Yeah, people. I mean, yeah. The, the reprise to the tweet would literally just be the fucking video of him dropping iron ore. <laughs> Dude, there are some really good ones of that. That's been passed around. Everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just love it's the ending. I just love the ending where he calls the dude a dick fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, it's always at the very end, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> when I first heard that, I did like a triple take. I was like, "What did he just say?" <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, a little bit of technique to it. <laughs> uh, everyone I see online right now, uh, at least from everyone I see live on Twitch right now, in the directory, I'm older than all of them. So, I don't know, maybe I am the oldest one. And you're how old? I turned 34 in September. Okay. okay. And those words just left my mouth, and uh, I'm having a midlife crisis now. Thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm turning 28 in a couple weeks, which... Yeah, I'm turning 28 in a couple of months. Yeah, it's brutal. Bunch of babies. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I, I've given up being fucking worried about it. I don't know. Just gonna continue to get older, and life will continue to go faster, and I will continue to play this silly little <laughs> clicking game. Oh yeah, we all will. Yeah, it never ends. No, I mean seriously, when does it end? Because I don't think it does. I mean, it definitely ends. I don't know. I feel like most people that have lived have like died at this point. No, I mean <laughs> not that. I mean you're playing RuneScape. Just, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you ever stop? Because we're the first generation with the game, so. Oh, I think it uh it's like too big to like falter at this point unless they make like a huge mistake. I think it's just going to stick around until the company liquidates maybe, but I don't know. It's going to it's going to die with our generation cuz no kids are playing old school. Yeah, it'll it'll die when it's no longer profitable. Yeah, so our generation whenever we start dying off, that's when the that's when they'll start liquidating. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will run some private servers or something. Yeah, but who's playing it if our generation's gone and dead? Uh, the last few people that aren't dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then the last few yeah. people that died. <laughs> the game's just over. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe... just, I decided to just not think about that. Just think in the now, live in the now, yeah. worry less about the future. Because if you can't control it, why are you worrying about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seems kind of pointless. And you know what I'm focused on right now is putting these carambons on this fire and getting some sweet, <laughs> sweet cooking experience. Ooh. That's a good shit right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whale fucking cooking. Let him cook. Oh, actually, I, I wanted to talk about that for a while because, like, like, I found out, like, whale, like, a while ago, like, you know, wasn't a cooking job. And I was in a couple of cooking jobs while I was, like, in uni and everything. And, uh, like, Taco Night at, like, in Base, Tennessee... Like we did some of that together. The man, like you know, dice up some uh, some lettuce, some tomatoes, some cilantro cabbage. and shit. Those tacos slap. Oh, that, okay, so serious question: w Was it actually cabbage? Because it said yeah, fucking no, it lettuce. Was, at the... It was. Bro, legitimately it said lettuce at the cabbage. grocery store. If that was yeah. actually cabbage, I'm furious. Yeah, no, it was cabbage. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was I didn't have it on my tacos, so like, all right. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was so everybody good, enjoyed though. it. So it was, yeah. 
Dude, that's all that, matters. That night, I was so hungry. I just remember going there and just snarfing down like four tacos instantaneously. And then I oh, saw yeah. that there was an unopened box of Krispy Kreme donuts. And I'm yeah. like, I don't even <laughs> care who the fuck these are. Like, I'm literally taking like four donuts right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you brought those over. over. Yeah. yeah. Who did? Yeah, Jim. White Juicy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that brought him. Yeah, yeah. He, he came through with the clutch real yeah, quick. That, with them dude, there's something about that Krispy Kreme when you're just craving. Oh, yeah, something. I ate, like, fucking, like, three of those bitches at, like, four in the morning that night. Oh, they're so good. I won, yeah. I won, uh, one, but when, one bit one, that doesn't sound right. I won bit one on, uh, on Prison Joe's stream. It's supposed to be for one a five-pack, but nobody was fucking gifting, so. They might have gifted after. Yeah. They might have, I don't know. He's got a pretty cool community. Uh, I was just saying, like, we had like the whole prep thing. We had to like delay it like a couple of times. So I just like took all the meat, like like I pre-prepped and put it like back in the fridge. Like, okay, stop chopping. I guess we're not doing this yet. But like everything like just went out like a kitchen line like type thing. I remember mm -hmm. Noble was like saying like when we we're picking all up, was like, you sure like you know about this? We're gonna have so many leftovers. And then like the next morning, there was just like nothing left at all. Like everyone ate everything. It was yeah, like yeah, left, yeah, right. <laughs> the leftovers is a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is, was there anybody at the base Tennessee or just anybody that you've met up with in previous events either that you knew them online and then they were different in person or like you didn't expect them to be what they were in person? Um, yeah, Ignoble's not really that horny. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I was expecting him to be a lot hornier. <laughs> I yeah, like you didn't even try to like, fuck me. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, why'd you buy those condoms? I know. I don't. I'll do like, bro. I, I took those shits through TSA. You didn't even <laughs> fuck me. What the hell? Ignoble, I made you a feet pick calendar. What the fuck, dude? Oh my. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh Ignoble my. was surprisingly chill. Yeah, he's just like a normal dude. Yeah, I don't know. Just normal dude. I love that, like, but you could you could still see how he could get goofy and horny and shit, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I feel like everybody's virtually themselves. So. I I thought Nine Rain was get Nine Rain the type now. Uh, I thought Nine Rain was gonna be taller than he was. Because <laughs> yeah. I arrived at the tennis or the Nashville airport, and that's where Saint Tits and his girlfriend and uh, Nine Rain showed up. And I just expected Nine Rain to be like six foot two. I don't know. He just, it, believe it or not, he kind of gave those like six foot one, six foot two vibes. And then he's literally my yeah. height. I'm like, oh, you're just, you know, five foot 11. Just the little. one that threw me off the most was fucking Eliop. He's like an entire head taller than me. I was like, bro, oh, you're yeah. a fucking hill giant. How? Eliop <laughs> is massive. Yeah, he's yeah. so tall. It, it, that dude it is, is a very babe. rare that I have to look up at somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're what, whale? Six foot four, six foot three? Six three, six four, somewhere in there, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was surprising because I always thought you were around, I don't know, maybe just six foot. Yeah, I thought I was too. But then I met up with everybody. <laughs> and then you, and like, and then you meet up with people and you're like, oh shit, I'm taller. Yeah, Tasty claims six two and then I'm taller Tasty than him. I'm like, Tasty claims he's like six two and three quarters. Bitch, no, he's not. He's literally like, nah, he's like six four. No, he's like six foot half an inch. <laughs> That's nah, he's, he's, a little, he's a little taller than me, and I'm six two. No, yeah, that, we're definitely like similar in height. Yeah. So 
I don't know. If if he if Tasty's six foot two and three quarters, I'm six foot one. That's all I'm saying. Now, nah, to be honest, he, he's got like a, a solid a solid two and a half inches over me, but that would still mean I'm six foot. So, but yeah, yeah that's, that's what I've realized right. after with the after the meetup is just fucking claim you're like three inches taller than you actually are. Nobody will fucking bother you about it. <laughs> Yeah, something I always liked about the meetups, like everyone you meet or everyone we've met, like uh, like these base meetups is exactly how they are online, pretty much. Yep. Like no one's yeah. putting up a facade or anything. No one's like putting on an act. Like you, know. you know exactly like what you're getting into. I know it's it's strange how that that works out. I don't yeah. think it's that strange. I think it's like fairly normal because like it, it's not like we're a group of people that are like you know in their late teens, early twenties. I feel like that like group of uh, like yeah. I guess content creators, influencers. Like, there's always that's a lot true. of drama surrounding it and, like, that's always, like, true. this stuff like that. But, like, we're older. We ain't got time for that shit. We're, just, we're older and it's, shit. We, ha- we started streaming because of our love for the game, I feel like. Yes. Most, yeah. most people Absolutely. that are there actually loved RuneScape before they loved streaming. They didn't just start streaming like, oh, I need to understand what a video game is now to make money. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, is just so weird. Twitch is so big now in comparison to what it was, and it's just you just got streamers that are just I'm a streamer. Yeah, it's funny to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember like uh, I don't think it's really spoils much of my series, but like I was doing the Chambers of Eric task with that uh, with 4D, and I was talking with Do for a while. He's like a big wig in the uh, in the RuneScape like PVM scene, really uh, really good guy, and we we're chatting about like the older days of like Twitch when like. It used to be just like flooded with like gamers, like people that were just like really, really good. You remember Alesson, for example? Dude, I fucking like miss people. Like, I love Letulainen. He used to stream. He yep. used to do like Dude. he was the original one plus four top learners I guy. Miss that guy. I mm-hmm. vividly remember one of his streams where he's like giving people instructions, like okay, you have to spec the boss twice of the Dawnbringer. and some dude double BGS specs P one burst. I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> That's the experience. That rules. Let do PKing yeah, people and just Dude, carrying the end of Verzik every single Kim raid. PKing awesome. Riven was always content. Yeah. I miss those days. Dude. Like, we'd reminisce on that. Like, it was literally just like gamers. Now it's like people showboating loud equals funny. Like, yeah. any gifters, any 10 packs. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Hello? A lesson actually stops by my stream every now and then. Not not super often, but you know, like sure. once every yeah. few months, I see a lesson in the chat. I, yeah, he like, I started, Yeah, I started like arcane flicking it on because of him. Dude, a lesson was Hopefully. a guy. He was the first. I'm pretty sure he was the first person I was gifting subs to. Like in the this is way before I even started streaming. I think, I think I lost my uh, gifted sub virginity to him. Because oh. I, I just fucking loved being in a stream. It was just awesome, and he was—he just made it so fun. Him doing solo yeah. raids, and that—that that was back when you could advertise no preps, and it was actually yeah. like, oh shit, this dude's not oh, prepping. <laughs> Gaming. <laughs> no, if you're prepping now, you're literally trolling. Like you're just trolling. Yeah. You're trolling, or you're like you're actually like in stage of learning and like transitioning <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I feel like if you're streaming, like either you need to like one have like a really uh really likable personality, like something people find funny and entertaining. Two, be really good at the game. Or three, be a girl. Like that's the only way you really make it in this category. Like you have to meet one of those three factors that people can like cling on to. Yeah. 
I hear Seder chuckling right now to himself. <laughs> don't think I don't hear that. Oh my god. Yeah, just wait until I get all three, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, you're, they, isn't that what Trifect is about? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I yeah. always love to see is a content creator that literally has not changed since day one. Yeah. Like just and I actually consider you a cold one in that boat. I mean, you as well, Whale, but it's weird right, because no. Whale started streaming without a face cam and you a cold one started streaming with a face cam and now you both have flip-flopped. Yeah. <laughs> I learned my lesson from the Joker. He said if you're good at something, never do it for free and I'm good at being good-looking, so I shut the camera off. Yeah, see, I don't have that problem. Dude, dude shutting the camera off is literally like that is so I'm so jealous of people that can just where they've now grown accustomed to there is no face cam in the stream because you just fucking go live and it doesn't matter you should be butt ass naked you don't need to do anything just go live Dude, that's half the reason I shut it off I can just be chilling in my box if it's like and 90 can... plus degrees 100% humidity outside of some wild shit and not even the AC's helping yeah I can just veg out and just See, yeah. when I go live without a face cam here and there, well, to be honest, my audience has actually been pretty good with not asking, but it used to be just every other comment was, where's the face cam? Where's the face cam? Where's the face cam? It's like, God damn it. Like, you're, I can't do this because, yeah. yeah. Whenever I do it, I just get a whale steamrolled tail first is back. <laughs> just like, hell yeah, he is. Yeah. Let's go. That's cool. Yeah. No, no, to be honest, uh, I, I'm... I'm in a good boat where I actually can just do like a, a no cam stream. I just can't do them too consistently because then the questions will start arising. Yeah. Um, I remember Zulu, his face oh, reveal. Yeah. yeah. Do, do yeah all we had was the Zulu pod the, for the longest time. Bro, the old Zulu streams when he didn't have face cam. I, bro, it's so long ago. Yep. Oh, yeah. I thought he would look so much different than what he actually looked like. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, because I mean, like, he he did not look like the fucking Zulu Pog. You know, unironically, I just gotta say one thing about Zulu. I still think of him as like one of the best PVMers in the game, even though he like won't show that now because he's more of like a personality, talk to the chat kind of guy. But like, you need to remember, like, the first week of Inferno release, only twelve people got the cape, and he was one of them. Yeah, I think he was like seven. That's impressive. Yeah. Like, people I remember, yeah, no, obviously, not. like, Bodhi got it. Obviously, like, Wooks got it. Like, he got it. Bellis was another one, if you know him. Like, he's a PKer yeah. now. He got it first week. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I don't think people are just, like, naturally good at the game. Like, even from, like, OG standards. Like, I just think first week of Inferno release, who got it there? Well, you yeah. also have to remember, like, and, and I'm, not, I'm not discrediting him for anything. But when you have played old school since release for 12 hours a day on average like you're just going to have that natural sense of like okay i can i can do this like i can do this new piece of content like when you when you just have so many more hours in the game it's just like me right now i mean i don't even consider myself a great pvmer at all but just the sheer amount of fucking hours i put into this game with any new piece of content that comes out like i don't think i would like struggle that hard with it, even though I don't practice BVM really. No, it's um, just we have so much knowledge of this game, and I believe you're in Summit, right, Sater? Yeah, I, I have. I literally have not been active in there for like a year, though. 
neither have I, but like you understand the game in the same way that I do. Like you don't think of the game as like other people do. Yeah. You look at yeah. things differently. Like I, I don't know exactly how to like phrase this, but mm-hmm. like you can solve pretty much any problem in the game infinitely faster than the average good quote unquote PVMer yeah. out there. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> you know, supply like showcase that you got the burn doomly rat before it got leaked. No, you're you're right though. Like there's I, I just when I was more active in the summit and just looking at what people were discovering and just like GE challenge posting some crazy calculations on some shit he was doing. One of the craziest things I remember seeing on just the general summit post was or uh uh what am I thinking? Not server. Uh, general channel uh, was GE Challenge doing this little test, or maybe maybe it wasn't GE Challenge. Maybe it was Porkazard or somebody. But they were doing a test where like you would. So there was there's a cow pen in Lumbridge, and there's two fence openings to the cow pen. And what you would do is you would click into the cow pen with one of the doors opened. But then the other door was shut. But then you would have an alt shut that door and open the other door. And as your guy like paths over there, he just teleports. After like he's, after he's almost yeah, made it. Yeah, I remember into, seeing this. this yeah, some a showcase. Just some weird fucking shit. And I just remember seeing stuff like that. And like that, I just remember logging in when I, and this is when I was like super addicted also to just RuneScape and logging in. And I would do, make my little skilling method videos. That's when I got really obsessed with just making those hour long videos of just some random shit. Because logging into that Discord channel and just seeing crazy shit like that was just really fascinating to me and really cool and yeah you're right it makes it it makes me look at the game differently all right so i got a question for you so you saw how evscape has been going for combat achievements he was doing melee inferno recently and and, and he ended up flying out even though he didn't click to fly out he clicked zuck clicked on a blowpipe and then just ran it down mid you you understand why that happens right and why it's turned that way do you Sorry, know how to recreate that situation and what causes that? Sorry, can you retell the so, scenario? I'm confused. Okay, so uh, EB escapes at like you know not exactly at the corner, like at the part where you drag into the middle to hit Zuck again from like oh, okay. that one of those middle two like Mark tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He clicks to attack him, and before the attack goes off, he clicks something else. Like he clicks a br- yeah, he like healed with a brew. Oh and yeah, so and then you're just... where he attack mm-hmm. on the same yeah, tick. You... He. It's it's where you try to like eat something or try to equip something else, and you've attacked on the same tick. It doesn't even have to be on the same tick in that case because he doesn't have line of sight to attack it yet. Mm. Yeah, I like I explained it to chat last night because uh, like somebody asked about the scenario. I was like, I know exactly how it works, and like Hootie tried to summarize it, but he only got it like a third of the way correct. So I like showed everybody like, okay, here's the scenario. I'm gonna attack this market guard in like Artie Center, and I'm behind the building. So what would happen normally is I'll stop like right by the market stall and then shoot him with Tebow while he's over there. I'm going to eat an angler on the way there, and I'm going to fly out into the middle of the market stall and then not attack him yep, instead. Yep. And that's just what happens, because the game's just stupid like that. Yeah, that, I, I like, noticed that first with, like, Zora. Just when you're, like, equipping something else or doing something, your dude just dashes towards Zora into, like, the the um, Venom clouds. Yeah, it, it's a really, really weird mechanic that doesn't have any uses. It's just something stupid that happens. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most useful things for the it's useful but like the scenario would never happen hardly but like if you were caught in a freeze in the wilderness like somebody froze you you could use the um 
enchant jewelry spell and like use it on a tree or it was like some it spell. Work. It doesn't work anymore, but yeah, you yeah. could use that you, back you, in the day. Now it doesn't. Just, you guy could just keep moving around frozen, but <laughs> yeah. That, that that was something I was trying to uh do in Nightmare was back when I was grinding Nightmare, if you get husked, you're frozen until both husks are dead. But you could do you could like uh use the enchant spell on the portal next to it because you could red click that. And your guy could like run out of the uh, husks little range, but you're still frozen there until the husks are dead. So you would literally like gatekeep yourself basically because you okay, can't. Okay, so actually... you you could essentially soft lock if you wanted to in a certain way. You probably could. Like it... I mean, that situation now, but yeah, there are probably some situations where you where you could do that. Yeah. No, you could actually just soft lock. Well, until you die, so it's not like entirely soft locking, but you could just bring yeah, one yeah. Uh, one cosmic rune, do it once, and then just go to the other side of the room out of their range. And like, well, you can't hit the husks, and you can't move until the husks are dead. <laughs> That's so, true. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or just my solution: just don't do that, boss. You know? Oh my god, uh, dude! To, I love that solution. To this it's day, I, like the fact that I spent nine months. One tick flicking nightmare, twenty nine hundred normal solos. Yeah, like bruh, you. Yeah. The one solo I had to do for combat achievements made me want to puke. Like the one I had to do, I was like, "How the fuck did I do this twenty nine hundred times?" And then day one of Fasani's, I get a mace. Like what? The, oh my god! Like the amount of. Awesome. I mean, obviously, I was like pumped up, but like when I thought about it later, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking troll this game is. Okay, I, I gotta talk about something since we're on the topic of Nightmare really quick. Do you remember the day of release of Nightmare? When that shit yep. first came out? Mm -hmm. And then, oh, like, yeah. the RuneScape, like, PR team or, like, influencer team or whatever the hell they are tried to do this, like, contest, like, which streamer's team will get the most items. And the only items that came into the game were pets and jars. Like, nobody got a Nightmare Unique because they forgot <laughs> to code them in or some shit. Oh, you're talking Literally, Fasani's release. Got... No, I'm talking about no, regular Nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, because Fasani's release the first eight hours had no drops. <laughs> the first oh yeah, that too. But I'm talking about the regular one. Really, they like, also fucked up. <laughs> yes, I saw a May Day release. It was definitely like later, later on. Like yeah, it was yeah. probably after I patched it. But like it was after like you know the the first eight hours of the quote unquote contest. Dude, I just remember how stupid their reasoning for making the drop rates. Day one of normal nightmare. People calced it. It was 6,500 hours to complete Nightmare. A end? 6,500 hours just to complete all Nightmare Uniques. That's well, what you, it was you're calculated. Iron Man now have something to keep you busy. <laughs> and if you go dry, 13,000 hours. Just as long as it takes to get 200 mil all on a main. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the items aren't even... Like, they were... I mean, obviously, the harm had a lot of use at the time, but, like... It's just like they tried so hard to make it a lottery style boss that it was just stupid. And I remember complaining about it. I was like, why the hell can you scale this to 80, man? And the HP all scales up, but the drops barely scale. Like they only scale up to like 80% higher <laughs> or something. Because it's something fun you can do with your friends or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it's fun. like... You would, I think somebody calced it. Um, it was if you wanted to get a specific orb in your name in an 80 man, you had to do 96,000 80 mans to get an orb in your name. 
96,000. <laughs> like, bro, what are you guys smoking? Do you do any tests? Do you do any, do you guys have any rationality in this? Like, okay, this is a little absurd. Dear God. Fucking. I don't know. I like, I like those odds. Dude, f- funny enough, speaking about that, hang on. I, I'll, I'll go live really quick because it's actually relevant to this. Okay. Um, Literally, like, right as we're, like, talking about Nightmare and the odds of getting an orb in your name, uh, you look at my chat box right now, some, some iron just got a dupe Eldritch Orb, so sit the fuck down. Yo, let's go. Damn. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's the last thing I'm missing for Nightmare. Oh, Eldritch? Yeah, just borrow one of his. It's funny how the Eldritch was literally the worst unique, and now it's the best unique there. <laughs> yep. It's totally mm-hmm. flip-flopped, and it's the one unique I never ended up getting. Now it's the most expensive. I will say, like, uh, like something I do on the main once in a while is, like, I'll, like, skip for Slayer tasks, try to get Zook, try to get, like, something I want to do. And, like, one of the bosses I don't mind getting on this account is uh, is DKs. I have, like, almost 2k kill count on all of them, and I want one of their pets because it's iconically one of my favorite boss, like, setups in this game. Ever since, oh, like, yeah. old days, I've always loved DKs. And Eldritch at that place is actually just absurd. Like, it's just big chilling. If you're, like, trying to sit there for, like, the whole task and everything, you just elder something, get, like, 30 prayer points back, and you're good for, like, that one room. That does you can, like, jump nice. back out and go into the other. And with Lightbearer now, it just, oh, it's infinite yeah. prayer points. Oh, you yeah. just bring, like, three sand fuse, you're good for the whole trip. Dude, Lightbearer has a lot of use, even with the stupid grinds I do, like jellies. I can now go and do... I don't even have to Venator bow jellies anymore. I can just go in there with, like, a melee setup because I'm already 200 mil range. Just go there, and I just have unlimited bulwarks, like, just basically. Just regather everything every, you know, minute. Yeah, the of the jellies. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you yeah, Don't bring strings. up the jellies. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, dude, that, that was back was when you were, like, you were, like, times. top five hard clue scroll Iron Man at some point. Yeah. Yeah, and like most of them were being opened on Toronto with no uniques other than candy. <laughs> that hurt me so much, dude. It was yeah, all for the I sweets. Yeah, I, I don't care for that at all. Yeah. Never did. It hurt I me. I care for the fun of the game. And that's like one of the main reasons I DR. It's like I, I just care about like having fun and yeah. like getting better at stuff and helmets just holding me back. So we got to put that thing on the ground and step on it, spit yeah. on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, real quick, off topic, but because of that, the spitting. Who has the best, like, you know, spit sound effect, other, like the streamers that you watch on Twitch when they just go hock tui? And they spit on like a few. Yeah, I think it's Jake C. Now that you, I was trying to think, I was like, who, who, who have I even heard do that? I've heard Zoe do it. I've heard Ignoble try to do it, I think. But Jake C, I think, has a really good one. All right. This one, uh, maybe you haven't heard it, but I think his is really good skill specs. His spit sound effect is like, oh, yeah. it sounds like he's actually just spitting on you. He probably is actually spitting. You can't actually tell if he is <laughs> yeah, spitting or not. Maybe that's why it sounds so good. <laughs> he probably just has a fucking trash can next to Yeah. Or he literally just spits on his desk. You wouldn't, I mean, he fucking peed in a dog bowl as his girlfriend's mom was watching. <laughs> Did that's you, uh that's you, something i've now heard with my ears and i have to remember yeah. that now he, cool. he, he told that story on my save cast and then i watched his appearance on based after dark and he told it again he oh was just god. so drunk oh my god so I, I don't know i wouldn't be surprised it's not quite eviescape shitting the house but that's pretty good <laughs> shit his whole house <laughs> yeah those, uh, there's something about being in Australia, I mean, man. Like, just turns you into a fucking savage. I would say yeah. Australians, but Jay isn't actually Australian, but he just lives there now. 
right. So, all right. I don't know. Like, I'm taking over the save it cast now. Now oh, it's yeah. a cold That's one exactly cast. Exactly what we need. All right. That's so, cool. unhinged memories. What's like one of the most unhinged things you remember doing in your life? Like the idea of like pissing in the dog bowl, shitting the house, or something like that. And I'll give you like a an example, like uh, with one of my most like one unhinged things. Okay. So I was like at some house party back when I was like yeah. 20 or something like that. And I showed up like an 18 pack of Heineken for like a long night, like showed up early at like seven or eight while we're like still setting stuff up, like you know, pop one early. This party's going to be going on to like four in the morning. And like I was like, I tossed like a couple around for like games of beer pong and stuff like that. But I drank like the majority of this thing. And I like remember late at night, like around two in the morning, like I'm outside smoking a cigarette. I'm like kind of just like hanging out, like leaning on the wall, like very visibly wasted. And someone's like, yo, Phelps, you okay? And like, yeah, I'm just holding the wall up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, I'm like I, I just like I, I didn't like someone to say, like, you know, yeah, I'm wasted. I'm having a good time. I was like, no, I gotta cover this up. Like I can't let people know I'm fucked up. Like, what's something what's the most believable thing I can think of? Holding this wall up. Sure, yeah, holding this wall up. Going just <laughs> shitting stories in general i just remember um i was really sick one day and i decided to take a laxative to like make myself you know feel relieved because i was just really sick and it just felt like if i just had a, a solid shit it would cure me almost you know um and then i decided to take nyquil because i ended up just like the laxative wasn't working so i just took some nyquil and just went to sleep and i just remember just swamp ass i mean i'm i'm talking like just fucking i just shit myself so hard in bed but i was on my stomach so like you know like swamp bubbles like imagine i just remember waking up from it just shitting myself and this is a laxative effect so it is just like yeah I, I i don't need to explain it but i literally had to like somehow without turning my body like take my blanket off and like get off of my bed and run into the bathroom with like yeah i don't god knows what was happening it was nighttime i mean i, I, I couldn't even fucking see but it was the most disgusting sight of all time everyone, everyone is now clicked off the say big yeah cast. so l learning yeah. lesson for those never take a laxative and a sleeping pill or a sleeping any sort of sleeping medicine any drowsy medicine yeah, there was one time when I was, uh, I was about like seven. I was on vacation with my grandparents and, uh, like we we're just like in an RV and I just ate an, an entire bag of cherries. And then, uh, <laughs> that night, oh, no. you know, you go, you go to the campground, you gotta use like the public campground showers and whatnot. So I'm in there in my drawers, you know, cleaning up and all that. And I uh, go to let a little fart out and I just completely sh get my drawers in the shower <laughs> i go up to my grandpa just fucking crying he's like yeah just fucking wash off leave him in there it'll be all right he gave me a little towel and walked me back to the RV. it's the most so traumatizing thing ever for you but your grandpa's just seen it all just like yeah you're you're fine dude yeah just fucking leave him in the shower someone will fucking deal with it <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah your grandpa's a real one yeah oh yeah no he's a funny dude yeah, Wales grandpa. I mean, it's got you got to be a funny fucking dude. Got to be. Yeah, I like um, to think my pops is a pretty funny dude too. I don't know. 
Yeah, the the only uh, I don't know if I told this, but um, the worst I ever had to pee was literally just this last December in Mexico. I went to Mexico uh, and we went on a little excursion to like some random sites and stuff. And in the we left in the morning. We had a bus. It was like a two and a half hour bus ride in Mexico. And I have just been so used to this routine of me being at home and just overly hydrating. And then in the morning, I'll take like four fucking pisses before I go live, basically. You know, and even after I've started my stream, I'll piss another like three times because I just drink a shit ton of water when I wake up. And uh, so I still have that like just the whole routine down where I'll just wake up. And I just chug like 16 ounces of water first thing and then drink more water later. And I was getting like showered and all ready for this excursion. Anyway, I just did my last minute pee and I thought that would be fine. But then I was on this bus for two and a half hours and like 30 minutes into the bus ride, I'm like, holy shit, I need to pee really bad, like really badly. And I literally, <laughs> and I literally held it for another two hours and bro, like it was at the point where like my family's in the bus and the two um like drivers like there's the driver and then there's like the the tour guide and they're just trying to like speak to my older brother in spanish and like doing all this stuff and they're all just laughing and having a good time just talking about random shit and every time anybody spoke i was getting pissed off i was just getting fucking <laughs> furious in my mind i'm like shut the fuck up like like i had pee so bad that any like sudden noises or any bump in the road was making me fucking just horribly angry inside and I just like was sitting there just unbearable I was sweating dude anyway we pull up to this like park and there's a restroom like I don't know like 200 meters away or something and uh, I don't know why I said meters I'm fucking American but yeah uh, anyway, so I get out, dude, and I am literally wobbling. Like, I'm fucking wobbling, and my bladder is literally feels like an inferno in there. Like, it's so hot. Like, it's just like I've had to pee for two and a half hours. And I waddle in, and there's just this one, um, like, souvenir shop, and there is, like, 30 mexicans in this bathroom waiting for like just to pee in this big like latrine thing just this thing and i run in there and i just cut people in line and i just start taking a piss and just there's like like 15 other dudes right next to me and i literally pee for like three minutes straight and it was the most uncomfortable most pain i think i've ever been in in my life it was horrible i love that for you Oh my yeah. god, dude! I like, remember having like moments like that where like you've got to hold it in. Like, uh, th this is probably like, very relatable for like a lot of listeners. Like anyone that's got to like commute like a really long way for the job, like an hour plus. Yeah. But, like anytime I have to, like wake up for work, I get up like stupidly early because I have to open up at like you know eight thirty nine a.m. or whatever. So I get up hella early. I need energy really quick. I was probably up until like midnight or one, like game and playing Rooney or whatever. And I hop down like you know a pot of coffee or like two cups of coffee or whatever the hell. And then 10 minutes into the drive, like, I, I got to shit my pants. And <laughs> no. Yeah, the, 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 I still have, like, another probably, I want to say, like, an hour or so left on my drive or something like that. And I just got to hold it in. Because, like, if I pull over for, like, a gas station, I'm going to be late to clock in. Like, I can't be doing, I can't be risking that. Yeah, that was me on the way to fucking the cabins. Did you have to pee or shit really bad? 
Yeah, no, I had to share them. The, the food poisoning was starting to kick in at that point. Oh, Dude, when you when you got to go like that, like it's at, and you were unable to like stop for it, and you just have to hold it in. It's actually just the struggle. It is, yeah. it, and the worst part is, is like it comes in waves. So like you'll have yeah. a wave where like, oh my god, it's coming out. Like you're just like, oh, and the sweats and the pants and the fear and everything is just hitting you all at once, and then it like kind of calms down a little bit. You're like, okay, like I can, I can chill for like a couple minutes until it comes back and, and then it comes back with a fucking vengeance oh yeah, yeah. and then you resist yep. that and it's vengeance on steroids the next time yeah. it's like yeah yeah i showed up to the cabin said some fucking brief hellos and just fucking deleted that bathroom and then i saw mick go in right after me he came out i was just like i'm so sorry man <laughs> thing is mick was plastered so he, he didn't even fucking, fucking know gone yeah. oh he know he knew he was like i gotta say know, like, i wasn't gonna say anything but yeah i say i feel bad because like like we showed up like around like what midnight or so to the, to yeah. the cabin and Mick was already like so far gone. Like he did not need any more booze or anything. And the first thing I was the whole night. Yeah, yeah. Like the reason he had a bottle in his hand the rest of the night, I kept feeding him Stella. I was like, "Yo, Mick, have another drink." I was the bad influence. That that's just me though. That's what I do. Oh my god, dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Mick is fucking awesome in person. Oh yeah, he's he's fun. He is just like a whole load of fun, just all the time. Just so much energy and just positivity. Just awesome. Dude, we had guy. a nice little mandate uh like one of the last few days there like we just uh we took a little stroll into town like bought a couple things about a shirt he bought a hat he bought some other junk we just had a nice little mandate for like an hour you know just two guys Aww. dating nothing wrong with that that's what all of solo mission did at dollywood Aww. <laughs> yeah we, they were the only ones that didn't get fast passes <laughs> so they were ah. just sitting in line together for like two hours at rides and all of us <laughs> were just like zoom in I felt bad. I slept through that just because, like, that was the first day I had like an actual like hangover that was unbearable, like unplayable day. I was like, no, I I need to recover. I need to go into remission. I I need to just not exist for a few hours until I feel better. Oh yeah, like the first few days I was chilling. No, the first few days I was chilling. I woke up like right as rain the next day, even though I like drank a shit ton the first two nights. But then, like at that point, my body was just fracked. I was like, no, you 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 can't handle anymore. You got to (laughs) stop. Yeah, I would have died if I went to Dollywood. Same yeah, here. The last ride we went on, we went on the uh, final ride like three times in a row because the park was closing. And so we could just, there was like no line. And I was like, I was about to burst. Like I was about to throw up like really hard after that last one. I'm like, thank God the park is closed now because if I would have definitely gone on more rides and I would have literally vomited because I was just getting so fucking sick of all the twists yeah. and turns and just... But I will admit, like that was that was definitely the most fun I had during the trip was Dollywood. But it was like two hundred dollars, basically. Like it, you saved two hundred dollars. So, all right, I yeah. About, I care about the experiences, less about exactly. the money I'm spending. Yeah, I was definitely like looking forward to that. I'm really just mad that I missed uh, that breakfast place. Bro. That's what I was looking forward to the Bro, most. Bro, the pancakes at that breakfast Bro. place. That yeah. dude, that whole like, thing. I knew that place was going to be good. It slapped that that whole like everybody's dish, everybody's like bill was like fifteen bucks. It was just like yep. you had like ten pounds of food. Everybody yeah, had like no, ten pounds. Of that food. was like a proper southern breakfast joint. Oh yeah, and it was and good. I, and it was I will post yep. greasy a picture. I will post a picture of a pancake. I don't know if you guys took a picture one, but like Jesus. that Fucking thing, Christ. that thing could actually like crush like small children. 
Like that yeah, pancake was thick. Up. That they, was a big pancake. They, and you got one complimentary. They literally brought out like eight pound cast irons with just a loaded fucking breakfast. And for those that ordered, I, I ordered one of those. And I was just rubbing all the food and like all the grease at the end. Dude, oh, I was yeah. literally full for the rest of the day. Like, holy shit. Yeah, those pancakes were it's oh, good, yeah, just, dude. I just wanted some real good biscuits and gravy, man. Yeah, you definitely missed out. Fuck, man. You missed out Dollywood and the breakfast. Damn. I missed out on basically anything that happened in the morning. Like, I, I have a hard time sleeping in a bed that's not my own as it is. Yeah. And yeah. My sleep schedule was fucked. I had food poisoning. It was just. Yeah. I, yeah, I felt bad it, for you. I thought I was like, oh, wait, that man got the. That man got hit like that. Yeah. Mm. Dude, at yeah. least you weren't in the cabins. Or uh, not the cabins, the uh, the bunk room. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, there's nine yeah, of us. That would have been gnarly. I mean, I was in a bunk room, but I was the only one in the bunk room. So, oh, nice, yeah. nice. I had the solo bed I paid for. I'm like, I want my own solo room just to like vibe out and chill. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. now that the trip's over, I don't regret it because I saved money, but like I would have definitely preferred my solo room because that yep. bunk room was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. From from after TwitchCon, like from here on out, I am getting the fucking room. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy fuck. Hey, let's say like you know you meet a little special someone, you want to take him back and everything. You gonna take him back to a room with nine other guys in it? You gonna take him back to a room with uh, just you in it? What we say him? I'm not meeting a special something. You never know. Well, <laughs> maybe not a special something, but like a, a something. You know. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like the options yeah, like there, it's not so much for the option. Just like there's like more benefits than there are drawbacks to it. The only like real drawback is like you spend more money, but you can always make more money in the future. You know, yeah. You might have to like you know pull an extra couple of hours doing stuff. You might have to make an extra YouTube video or something. But hey, like it, it'll come back. Yeah, I mostly just liked it for being able to escape from the crowd. Oh just yeah, recharge for a little bit. Yeah, dude, our social batteries like everyone's yeah. got one. Dude, I was like overdrawn after that. It was like oh, five yeah. days of just like nothing but just like vibing with homies and everything. Yeah, yeah I, I fucking dead. The, mm. the first night there was definitely my most energetic. That was like when yep. I arrived, and that was like when I was literally the most tired. I was running off of like no sleep. I was up for like forty hours or something. Yeah, me too. Because I couldn't sleep before like the night before because I had to wake up super early. Yeah, I went yeah, to a we're... concert the night before my flight, and I was like, <laughs> I, uh, my flight was at like 7 a.m., so I just stayed up all night. Yeah, I literally just stayed up all night until like 3 a.m. for my flight, and it was all day of flying. Yeah, I got like a little two-hour nap at uh, Seth's house, and that was, that was it. But it was nice to know that we're all, not everyone there is introverted, I, I don't think, but I think like the majority of us are definitely like pretty introverted. And yeah. so, I even mean, though we all we... got some, sorry, we all got some. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We we all got a little bit of the tism in yeah. us. Well, I think it's just like kind of apparent. We're like we all play RuneScape. It that just goes kind of without saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the social battery, a hundred percent. Like by day two, by the end of day two, I was like, okay, I need a, I need like a two day breather now, and then like resume basically. But we didn't get that, so it's just like keep going. Yep. Yeah, and then by the end of yeah. <laughs> like the car ride you a cold oh one just yeah i am like so napping. sorry that like 
I was not like one for like social anything because like that day my body was like little. <laughs> no, it wasn't even running off fumes anymore. It was running off of like filtration systems or something. Like my body was yeah. done for. Like a four day bender where I was drinking copious amounts of alcohol the yeah. whole time. Like it was, yeah, we, it was beyond over for me. Like I was done, and like I'm up on a hangover. I I drank a Gatorade for the first time in like maybe a decade because I desperately needed it that bad. Like something like as yeah. basic as that. And even then, I'm like, no, I need to just not exist. I'm sorry. I slept on the I slept on the plane ride home. I slept in the car ride back when my brother picked me up and everything. I just nope. I I just could not. Dude. I needed a full 24 hour recovery system. I didn't even fucking sleep that night either. <laughs> The night, the night on the way there, and the and the, the fucking night back. Like I just fucking didn't sleep those days. It was, oh god, yeah. That was those are some fucking gnarly flights. Yeah, I'm just in the back, like that four hour drive to the airport. I'm just in that center console, but there's no console. <laughs> yep. Just yeah, sitting yeah. on two people's like fucking armrests, barely. Yeah, dude, my back was hurting, but I couldn't oh, yeah, complain because I, I didn't have to get an Uber. I just fucking sitting. Right. Between, yeah, that was. Yeah, that I know you were fun. fucking going through it back there. That was not fun. It was uncomfortable as hell. But I was literally sitting on Prison Joe's like plushy lobster, <laughs> like like a fucking like centimeter of cushion, kind of. It was horrible. Yeah. All right, so I gotta know who's excited for like not immediately excited, but I, I think like this event kind of got us like a little excited for the future. Like, hey, in six months we get to meet up and do it again. We got a nice break in between. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited for TwitchCon, but like, yeah, like the, the gap in between that we're having to wait like five months is like perfect. You know? Yeah, that is perfect. Yeah, I love you guys, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we all need we all need our space. We all need our own things. Yeah, yeah et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yada yada. See, I was hoping I'd get like a nice recharge from that trip. No, I ended up just arriving home and just being like, it's weird because like obviously I needed the recharge, like I needed to not be there anymore. But at the same time, I like missed it. Like I I realized it was over. I'm like fuck, and then I got like sad. Yep. I was like, damn. Oh yeah, every time. Like. Yeah, I thought it would be like a good recharge, like go back and I was like, no, I just spent like five days just like, damn, like <laughs> that was fun, but it's over now. Dude, I remember the thing is like the first day, like after we like had our sleep in, I was like, this is only going to be for like a couple of days. So I got to like really enjoy this. And like, I-, I spent the whole day getting my mind out of like work mode because mm. like, I don't know if you have this kind of thing where you like, you have like a workaholic mindset where if you're not like, nope. you know, progressing towards <laughs> something, you're not like actively doing something to progress anything you feel useless to the world and like a lazy shit i feel like what we do like we're video workaholic yeah like we're at the end of the day like yeah we're video gamers like we do video game stuff for a living but even now like like we have our own youtube channels whale works on trifecta you put out the rambles and the sebe cast like i've Mm -hmm. got my series that i'm like actively working on the side and like we stream as well but i feel like if i'm not doing something like that i feel just worthless yeah i hate it youtube okay so i don't necessarily have that workaholic attitude toward things but i still will feel that like super like you're lazy like if i don't stream if i don't do something like i get that like feeling of, like damn you really should have done something you lazy fuck yes but, yeah. i but, hate that yeah. yeah it's horrible it's not a good feeling like your day was wasted basically um yeah i definitely feel better if i do something throughout the day but i i am not somebody who needs to do something to <laughs> yeah, i do shit. not need to that's for sure i'm on team whale right now uh but I will say YouTube has been like, I'm so fucking grateful. I started YouTube when I did 
instead of just continually waiting and putting it off. Because I would have put it off. I, I put a lot of things off. Yeah, I'm really glad I finally started. Yeah. Fucking same. I just like I do it as like a for fun thing. So like I still make Twitch in my priority and like YouTube is just like something I do on the side, but like whenever I feel like doing editing, I'll like I'll I'll open up Filmora and put some work into it. But if I'm not feeling it, uh, I'm I'm not doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to start working on the next episode. I finally got all the clips like sorted and in their folder, but I have not started the uh actual project file yet. So how do you guys I just hate scripting? <laughs> so so how do you guys actually enjoy um like the editing process and stuff? Because I am someone where I start editing, I don't eat anything, it, and then nine hours passes, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I think I need to like go live or something, mm. maybe make some food, do some fucking something. It's really unhealthy, but you know. But you're like in the zone though. That's pretty cool. You can just do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like enjoying it. That's cool. Mine might ramble a little bit, so like fair warning. Um, so like when I do my setups is like usually I like to do like long sessions with like one break in between. So like I'll sit down, like I'll go about my day, like when I wake up, like you know shower, maybe take a five mile bike ride, two mile jog, whatever. Like get my exercise in, hang out with the animals for a little bit, and then just straight up edit for like six hours. I'd be like, yeah, I should probably eat some food, cook myself something, come back like an hour later, and then like session another like six hour editing session again. But there's like a whole ordering to like how I'll do things like episodes. Like I get all the clips, put them in, look like look over how I have to do all the voiceovers, write the script for it, record all that, and then just like like start trimming and putting everything else in layers and shit like that. There is like a really odd process like I go about things. I feel like every YouTuber definitely has their own way if they're making a yeah. series or if they're making an episode. Like Whale's definitely got his yeah. own like way of yeah. doing things as well. Yeah, I do it just like section by section, and then I I come to a good stopping point, and then just like keep going. <laughs> I have to wait till the next good stopping point to get off the fucking train. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, this is good. I got to go back and like redo that again. Hang on, like this could like get a touch up here since it's like a very uh, what do you call it? Like a very crucial part of uh, my video. Yeah. Gotta make sure that's good and all that. So it's gonna be like you know the the flagship part of this one. Everyone has like their own stylings of things, like how they do. I don't think it was like any like clear cut way of like you know you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to put out A, B, and C. Like, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's very like broad with how we do things. Yeah, and one of the best parts of YouTube is just you make the final product, upload it, and you're just done. Like, yeah, you don't have to sit there and now like talk to a live audience about it for ten hours. It's like, nah, yeah. just, just upload it and like you're you're good. Like you did the work. And, it's, and then yeah. you just get to reap the rewards of like, you know, was that the top 10? Was that like the first video or what? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The dashboard. And if it's like number mm -hmm. one or not. Bro, I, I know for, I know I have to like not look at that after I'm done with my series because nothing will ever match those again. 100%. Mm, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. You'd be, you'd, I think you might be surprised. No, like. The thing is, I was shocked. Like, I, I'll look at it because I want to see, like, you know, what the reception is mm -hmm. for the series. But, like, once I'm done with the series and I'm uploading, like, you know, just, like, you know, filler crap or whatever the hell I'm doing. Or maybe this new series. I'm not going to care about that. But I was, like, kind of shocked. Like, the top video I knew was going to do the best because people know me for top and everything. And, like, that got, like, really good numbers. And then the TOA one outdid the top one for the first, like, couple of days. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I guess there's a lot of noobs that play RuneScape that only know how to do TOA. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like 
one thing I was like taught by uh, I, I don't remember which YouTuber told me about this. It might have been settled because like, I talked to him for a little bit about things, and I told him like he was an inspiration for like waiting to put out the video instead of like rushing it, like making sure it's a good final product, like quality over quantity type thing. But, like, I, I think it might have been him that told me to not pay attention to those things because it will take a toll on your mental. Kind of like when you look at your viewer count for Twitch as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. Looking at numbers is a double-edged sword. Usually for the worse. It's What's good is the long term. Like, seeing your growth over the months and years. That's mm-hmm. like that's the really satisfying thing, and you can gauge a lot more appropriately as well of like how you're actually doing without just seeing like a few uploads that just didn't do as well, and you're like, "Damn, it's fucking over for me. The career's over." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's honestly one of the best things about YouTube is just their analytics page, just going through there. Like, because I've been on YouTube now for like three years, and well, well, laughs, but like, it's a very real thought that goes through people's heads. Yeah, like that. it's a very real thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, especially yeah. the older you get, and you're like, "Damn!" Like, I'm, I'm literally an old man still doing this, <laughs> like, still yeah. playing RuneScape and making content from it. And uh, yeah, so yeah, those thoughts definitely come. Yeah, yeah. But, it, it kind of like brings more like light onto the fact like when people compliment you or give you like genuine compliments saying, hey, I appreciate everything you do. Like you, you kind of used to like not take that shit for granted. Stuff dude, like that. Yeah. I always brush it off. Absolutely. I always like make a comedy bit. So it's like, yeah, I'm glad one of us thinks I'm funny. That that That's good that you think that. that that's cool. Amen. Dude. Like it, it goes like a long way. Shockingly enough, for like a lot of people. Like if you tell them like, hey, I appreciate oh, yeah. the shit that you do. Like it goes like, a it, long it, like, fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it's, yeah. you're not gonna like notice it in videos, like, but like in an alternate universe where like let's say a content creator doesn't get compliments or stuff, they do. let's say Settle never got complimented for Swamplytics, yeah, for example, Let, let's just play Devil's Advocate here and say he never got complimented, like everyone just like said this is a video or something, like nobody said good things about it. That series would have turned out a billion times differently. Yep, yep. And it's just yeah, the power of words, just, like, words and stuff like that. Dude, it's totally true. I mean, I'll even have a day where I'm just like, I'm not going live. I'm not doing anything. But I'll log into the game, private off everything. I'm just doing my little birdhouse run or whatever. And I'll just run into somebody and they're like, hey, love your, like, absolutely love your videos, like, whatever. And it's just such a simple thing. But mm-hmm. it literally cheers me up way more. It cheers me up way more than it used to cheer me up just a few years ago, even being a content creator. It's, I think it's just because of like, I think the more time you spend as a content creator, the more imposter syndrome you get. Like, the oh more, no, that I can fully relate with that. Yeah. 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 It just, it feels like everything you're doing, like anybody could do, like anybody could do what I'm doing. And I'm just, th- this is how I've like started to feel over like, especially like the past like year ish. It's just like, man, like. It feels like everything I do could just be replaced by somebody else, like easily. And so that like negative thought process and that imposter syndrome, like really takes a toll over time. It just makes you feel like it. First of all, it makes me even more grateful for the community for just let. I mean, because seriously, it's not like everybody that wants to be a content creator gets to be a content creator, like or yeah, gets to. There's you know, a lot of luck in this. Gets to pay their bills yeah. from it. So like just. Every day, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm so grateful. Like, mm-hmm. lit- especially nowadays. Like, sheesh. 
and yeah, it was always a pipe dream. Yeah, and then and then seeing people that continually like support you and just give you shout outs a game like I don't take that shit for granted at all. It actually like really makes my day better. Here's the thing: you respond to every single one of those. I respond to like maybe one percent of those. I never really say anything in game. Actually, there was maybe, a... maybe I'm arrogant. Maybe I'm just a, an asshole. Probably both of them, honestly. But I, I just don't because like if I respond to one, I got to respond to all of them. <laughs> I try that to res- deal. I I try to respond to all of them, but like, like I, I see them. The, I just don't type. There there was one guy this cast, Daddy Groot. He literally said Sebe is cool, and I just ignored it. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but I saw the message later. I'm like, fuck, that's that's not a good yeah. look. Because I try to respond to everybody. Hang on, I, I got this. Like I had to grab this. About people like you know talk about stuff and positivity. So spoiler alert, <laughs> he en- he ended up beating him like an hour later, and I was like happy for him. I was like, you win this round, I guess. But maybe you won't get lucky next time, Inspector Gadget. Some d- I-, I said some dumb shit because I was just like bank standing for like at-, at Grand Exchange for like four hours, just doing nothing because I was doing other shit. And yeah. I just saw that. I was like, if he's a fan of mine, he'll laugh at this. And if he's not, well then fuck him. But that that he went is, along with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know who a real one is, because like oh, you yeah. have a very distinct sense of humor. Yeah, and yeah, they would. Yeah. And then he like came back saying, "Oh, I just put the question." I'm like, yeah, good shit. You did that shit. You did the thing. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like responding to people, but there's just something nostalgic about just fucking talking to people in game for me. So if I if I see it and I am at my computer, I will generally respond to people. Yeah, I don't. The hard thing, this is my problem is, you know, it doesn't help that I'm already incredibly antisocial in real life, but I also made the decision years ago to like just have my private off when I'm gaming because I hate having to respond to multiple people in a DM on RuneScape. The messaging system (laughs) is a fucking atrocious. Like you can't, you can't deal with that. I'm respond, I'm like misresponding to random people that like, you know, I'm tabbing and then some. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The else messages you like on that tick. So you're tabbing to another guy at that point and you're like, holy shit. Like I couldn't deal with it. And then one of the worst parts, like I love responding. I love having like short interactions with people. But when the private was on, it was like I would have like a full-on conversation with a person and i'm like i want to just play runescape right now i'm gonna be honest so it's either i look like a total asshole by just being like like cool man like all right like moving on we've responded like 30 different messages back and forth like let me play my game now instead of just continually talking but i don't know i i just couldn't find a way out of that 
awkwardness of like having yeah. full-on conversations in runescape chat dm people tend to just keep it short and sweet with me thankfully that's so nice never See, really that's... had to deal with that or i just tell them i'm fucking doing something and they're like okay yeah i get it i'll fuck off yeah. yeah, I'm gaming right now, you know? Sometimes you just yeah. got to be gaming. Like Sometimes you got to send the radio stream where you just gaming out your gourd, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the other problem is, like, a lot of the time I'll be doing a ramble or making a save cast, and then I'm getting, like, DMs. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, and, then I'm, and then I actually look like just an asshole because mm-hmm. I just won't respond. <laughs> like, and now you got your thir- now you're turning your private off right now if it ain't already off it's been it's been off for years now i there i, I always go. get a little bit sad i'm not gonna look at it like I, I, i'm not gonna lie I, I look at my private off and it's like damn i'm antisocial. like just turn it on you pussy but i'm like <laughs> oh man i remember years ago i was doing my fucking my little hellhound task in the catacombs on a one of the 2k or 2200 worlds and then you showed up we just fuck it. We cleared the fucking room. Wait, what? What happened? Wait for oh. I'm confused. Yeah, I was like doing a hellhounds task in the catacombs on okay. uh, on trash can back in the day, and then you showed up on the same world, and we oh. just like cleared the fucking room. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I remember like, this. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah, you had probably left to do a clue, and then came back on the same world, and mm. I had shown up. Well, you ended up hopping. Nice guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, A little bit of that memory is ringing a bell. Yeah, I had my little salad blade. I was fucking gaming. This man went for salad blade. What an idiot. Dude, salad blade could have been so much better. That is the most underwhelming of the three, like, tiered weapons. It's just shitty. Yeah, that shit sucks. It, it even looks like they still haven't fixed how you hold that thing. It just you makes you look so proper. It's annoying. I got to say my problem with it is like its main use case, like getting you for top before you get scythe is like pointless because it's completely like pointless. you're, you're not going to get MVP. Like, yeah, you raid with three other people that have scythe that like take you along. Like, oh, he's trying to get a scythe. But like you take that blade, you get no extra MVP points for you getting a whip. So you literally just wasted like 120 hours getting that thing to do nothing. Yeah, you're just trolling. Yeah, yeah. No, and, just and, the copi- and the copium's just like, oh, I got gems and GP and stuff. And like, yeah, but you didn't get no scythe and no bitches, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm back to fucking tent whip on the iron. Uh, hell Dude, yeah. at least whipping just is more using a whip is more satisfying than even using a blade like i would literally i'd literally prefer to use a whip in fact i'd prefer to even use a normal whip over an abyssal tentacle i think the normal Uh, just just for the poison i think going back to what sabi was saying like i would be interested in playing like those uh those fresh like 2013 release old school RuneScape servers, yeah. but probably for just like a month. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like the same duration I played the original like old school launch because like I only played that shit for like a month or like two months after it came out. See, and you... then like but... at that point I was playing League of Legends like hella, so I just like I, I didn't play RuneScape for like two years after that. I just yeah. moved off. Like I just grew out of it. Like there was no updates. There was nothing to look forward to. There was nothing like new, nothing fresh. See, it would just be like a nice little trip down memory lane. That would be the cool part of it though is that it wouldn't be super competitive and you wouldn't ever really feel the crazy urge to just play it all the time like kind of like old school now there's like always kind of something to do or like there's some new content coming out the new like an old school old school would just be something like you just 
have the feeling. Like you play it for a month, burn out for six months, play it for a month again, burn it out. Like just, it would be that constant cycle, but it would always be there. And you know, it hasn't changed. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think, I think like half of it is like, we're also looking for this kind of thing. I don't know, like if you play like leagues or dead man that often, like, you know, fresh start accounts oh, wow. and like yeah. get into new stuff. I think we're just like heavily itching for that as well. Like people like watching the video right now can comment if they feel the same way. Like it's been a while since we had like, you know, that fresh game mode, like start again, accelerated like progress start from scratch like kind of thing mm-hmm. but like yeah. in main game there's no real like incentive to like start from scratch unless like you're a pk or making like a, a new build like you're making a zerker you're making a pure you're making a, a whatever the hell you're making yeah and if you're not doing that there's no reason to do it but like leagues and dead men brings about that reason to like you know go through the early game again and it's like accelerated experience so it's not like super like giga aids to do or whatever you know yeah i want the giga aids though that's why i want the old school i can't I just can't do leagues. I can't do anything that ends. I hate the feeling I, I of it ending. I miss it so bad. I'm to- I'm totally fine with that ending because then you don't have to worry about like feeling attached to it. You know. Yeah, it's I like, like yeah, there's no sense. You make the most of it. You make the most of it now. You know. I need attachment. I, think I need I've, a break. I, th- I think I've become too aware. Like I'm I'm too aware of how much time I'm investing on this, and to realize it's just gonna be deleted. It just. Uh... I can't get over it either. (laughs) I like the idea of the world ending in like a like not in a like a neurotic way, like oh yes, I want to see the world burn. But like I like the idea of like the game eventually like has an end to it, and then we can celebrate it. And like one of the cool things about like about leagues is like in the final couple of hours, everyone like meets up for like a big like you know end of the world party. Damn, yeah. Everyone drops these items on the floor. Like I got some old pictures like Trailblazer where. uh, RSGF was trying to get full Guthans, and she got, like, 10 G Spears before she finished the set. And, like, we had, like, a big drop party, and I see, like, her corner. There's just fucking 10 Guthans Spears just all on the floor <laughs> together. That, that is true. There is something yeah. There's something nice about that. Yeah. Okay, so what about the next league being non-Iron Men, where everyone's a fucking main, and it's not about... So I, I want to just clarify that... I think what Jagex has hinted at is that the next leagues will not be a top 1% get a dragon trophy. It'll just be if you get 50,000 points, you get a dragon trophy. Boring. So, so the reason that would be nice is if they chose to do a main man mode because then you don't have that resentment toward people that are, oh, he's just using his clan to feed him or whatever. Like, I think it would be cool to have a league that's non-Iron Man. I think I'd actually be more enticed to play that, too, because it would just be more of just a party and just fun instead of this weird, like, sweat fest for six weeks and then random extension of two weeks later just fucking pissing everybody off. Well, that's, like, kind of the point of, like, getting the Dragon Trophy showing, like, you know, you went through that bullshit. That's, like, kind of what it's supposed to signify, and it's, like, a worthless item, but I think it like, would be cool to just set it at fifty thousand in the in the case that it would be main man mode because then you're not people that are actually actively trying to go for a dragon trophy are not going to get you know have have an unfair disadvantage from people that can just trade with alts and other shit. Like if people still want to do solo mode, they can still get a dragon trophy. I get like the meaning behind that, but it also means like the dragon trophy also has like less luster behind it it's like something cool to go for but it also doesn't mean anything at the same time unless you want it to mean something so would it would it be better 
Uh, so are you just against main mode or do you think it would actually be better if it was still a 1% top, but it's main man mode? So people that are just trying to play solo might feel at a disadvantage. So I'm someone that like, I don't like Iron Man as a game mode, but in like accelerated like game modes like this, where you have like, you know, 16 X experience, like, you know, triple resource, like accompaniment, whatever stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. I can bear it. And that's kind of the thing that like leagues has like built its identity off of. And if you change this, to, like, you know, Oh, everyone's a main account now, then it becomes a dead man without PKing in a way, you know? Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah, it that. just like, it entirely like changes the dynamic of like what the game mode was like meant to be. It's supposed to yeah. be like your own journey. Like, I think like Trailblazer definitely like crafted it the best. Like it showed like your journey, your own choices, your own preferences to whatever gameplay style you really wanted to go for. And if you were a basic bitch, you went Kandarin as Garnia Mauritania melee. And if you weren't, you you were like a you were a hyper brain person like me, and you picked the desert and you did less damage because you're smart. But that's besides the point. It, so do you know, think I feel like should... if you take that away from that, if you like make it game like a game mode for leagues and its main account, you're taking part of what makes leagues leagues away. If that makes yeah. any sense. So main man mode should never be in a league. Yeah. No, I, I don't think yeah. so. Okay. I don't think that belongs. I mean, to be honest, I don't even play leagues, so I'm like the the person that should be the least. You know, you should definitely try it out. You really missed out I, for not playing Trailblazers. I tried Leagues three. I played it for three days. I was playing like sixteen. That hours was a the day. worst one. That was honestly yeah. the worst one, dude. I did. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't have a, that good of a time, to be honest. <sighs> it was just like I think it was Jimmy that said it best. Like Trailblazer did it best. You made nine choices and then you played the game, and then yep. Leagues three. Before you do anything, you got to pull up a buggy, laggy interface. Read stuff for like an hour before you kill three bandos, and then you got to change it again. Mm. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, I didn't. I, I well, first of all, I also don't play early game and mid game enough at all. Actually, not not even enough. I just literally have not done it. So my route in it was refuse to do quests. <laughs> So that makes it more the thing is like that kind of thing is what makes your account yours and gives your account identity like you're not a quest kind of guy you look like not a quest kind of guy but in leagues <laughs> no one fucking cares it's all about just having a fucking good time yeah. and enjoying the shit that while well, we still got this for like two months or one month or however long they're gonna make the next one yep yeah I, I think i just lacked like vision i didn't even know what i was doing by the end of day three i'm like what like what is the purpose of this like what am i trying to do because I was thinking of like maxing, but I'm like, why the fuck am I trying to max this? Like, what's the point? And then because you get points, I know, yeah, and that, and I, I wasn't even doing it on this account though, so all those points would have meant nothing. So I think yeah. the next time I do leagues, it'll have to be on this account, just so I can get some of the leagues rewards. I just, uh, I really want them to do a twisted league again after like Varlamore and all that comes out, and they like flesh out Zaya a little bit Ooh. more. Because that one would have been really they, fun with boosted drop rates and yeah. broken. Oh, up. yeah. And they have to rework Piscarilius. Is that Piscarilius? Yeah, the fishing place. And I always want to say Piscalarius because it's hilarious. No. Uh, um, and then they need to fix Lovacang as well and Arceus. Both, all three of those places still look like a shit show. So if they reworked all those and added Varlamore. It would be perfect and sailing because then there would be sailing holy shit i don't I think... want sailing fuck that 
That'd be sick, I, sailing around. I just don't care uh, at this point. I'm just glad it's not shamanism. <laughs> I know. Okay, we didn't yeah, actually I, talk I about it. I was for taming, personally, but I knew that voting for taming was a fucking Dude, waste of a vote. I was so. actually team taming initially, and then their fucking proposal was the weakest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It was like, you go to your pet daycare <laughs> and have your pets be trying to, like, bruh, yeah, I, you have to hype it up more than that. Like, holy yeah, shit. I'm, I'm just a sucker for little guys, you know? See, I, I was too. I thought, like, having little pets and shit and having, like, a catalog of your pets similar to, like, a Pokédex or something would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. Training has sounded fucking awful, All right, though. Let's, let's take a break. I need a pee as well. Yeah, I could, I could, I could empty the lizard. I'll be back in a couple. Okay, this is cold one secret comment section. Before Sater gets back, I want you guys to leave a comment down below in the video saying Toiletron, like Megatron from the Transformers, but replace Mega with Toilet. And we're not going to tell him why we're leaving that comment. It'll be a mystery to him forever. And we're going to fuck with him. That is all. Thank you. Also, GM. What playing with a worm? Who up long in the Johnson? <laughs> long in the Johnson. Damn, that's a dead account. Lucky. That motherfucker gonna have to fall out of love with that motherfucker's coming back. <laughs> like a D ulti just to make another ulti. It's like, yeah, this shit still sucks. Peace. Bro, like, fuck. There was like a week where the last time I had even seen the dude was in Tennessee after I got back. All right, check your uh, DMs real quick before uh, Sager gets back. Pretty sure it's gonna get cut out, though. No, 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 no. He better not cut. I swear, like, nah. He has to put up the unedited version. If he doesn't, then I, I'll see no comments and know he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, hey, welcome. GM, GM. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna go to the Twitter topics because uh, we haven't even touched those. That's not like not like um, there's many, but here, um, forty two asks, is Whale the type of guy too? No. Yeah. I've yeah. never been the type of guy to. I'll never be the type of guy to. I'm not the type of guy. I don't know why people keep saying that. Nine Rain, the type of guy to. Nine Rain is the type of guy. To... Me? I'm just a guy. Yeah. Dude, the Nine Rain, like, it's all of those Nine Rain. Like, so for those listening, and if you've been on Twitter and you've seen all the Nine Rain, the type of guy to posts on Twitter, um, they're so accurate. Every single one of them, especially after meeting Nine Rain, I mean, it's completely accurate. Yeah, they're all completely over him doing fucking pull-ups with a rake in the gazebo. I was like, nah, no fucking shot. That was an that was incredible to witness with my eyeballs. Nine rain nine rain and I were both working out day uh day two in the morning after the breakfast. We're like, let's let's burn some of those calories. Fucking ate like two pounds of butter. And then, and then Nine Rain took it. Like I, I was done after that. I was like, I'm, I can't work out anymore. I, I gotta just enjoy my vacation. And then Nine Rain, like a couple days later, yeah, fucking putting the rake in the gazebo. Hell yeah, doing his dips with like those like chairs in the gazebo as well. Yeah, fucking king shit. Um, will we ever see Inferno or above difficult? content before carlisle sells jack x no we won't no absolutely not i mean it'd be nice but no we all know we're not getting that because of uh i don't know there was like a stream a while ago they said they weren't going to make like content that was like more difficult than or like equal difficulty than tob or inferno ever again what and they say that yeah 
That was like a yeah. while ago. They also said they wouldn't cater to Iron Man, though. So, you know, here's yeah. hoping. Yeah, but that's saying, like, they won't do something that's going to make more oh, people want to play the game. Yeah. yeah. And, like, true. the thing is, like, there's only so many people that are, like, good at the game. But, like, there's a lot of people that suck at the easiest video game in the world. And they all play it, so. Do they not care about the just sheer amount of hype that something like Inferno brings to the community? No. What? They care about the bottom. They care about the bottom line on the PNL charts. God, that's, that's so all. fucking infuriating. Like, why? Yeah. Oh, now you're learning a very valuable lesson. The only thing that matters in the world is money. I know. I've, I've yes. very slow learner. <laughs> so that's you get the idea. So We're not getting something like that ever again. There was the tease of Blue Inferno a year ago, and then it was never followed up on. So that no, should tell I, you everything you need to know. I think Blue Inferno could come out. Um, it would just be that going past a certain point is pointless. <laughs> like, there's yeah. not going to be any rewards beyond a certain point because, you know, that would be unfair to the noobs. Um, because what I... what Okay, well, this is my imagination or my image of Blue Inferno is it's endless. That's what I would like to see. And, like, it has those, like, enraged mechanics. But I think what they kind of were proposing was it was, like, a eight or 12 wave thing or whatever it was. And it got uh, like a lot of like, uh, it got like all the Inferno speedrunners like really excited. And then we, it's just like, it's called a blue Inferno because it gives you blue balls about Inferno, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and listen, like I'm not even one of those people that would be all over a brand new, super, super difficult piece of content. I just want to see it. I just want it to be in the game and have it as some insane challenge and watch just as a viewer. Like seeing people go hard on the impossible is so amazing. Watching Exact doing that 40 combat Inferno, Afsol doing the 39. Isn't he going for like a 38? Did he already do a 38? He was going for a 38 or something. But think he got it? I don't know. People doing the impossible like that is what. I mean, inspires players you know it's what fucking brings it gives the game more depth and it gives the game more like respect almost just like holy shit nobody fucking pks but everybody loves pk content oh yeah watching it yeah Yeah, i'm gonna find some uh some stuff really quick because uh talking about like older stuff like, you know, Inferno release and, like, the hype and stuff like that. I have some pictures of what Twitch directory looked like when I was on mobile, like, when I was on lunch break at work. We got to see um, this. We got yeah. I, I got to find these really yeah. quick. I think I know, like, what folder they're in. I'm going to have to, like, look around a little bit. Uh, For those yeah, listening couple... on Spotify, I'm, I'm sorry. This is a more visual. Yeah, more visual I'm, I'm lucky. Honestly. I'll, I'll, I'll it, describe the, the pictures for you. Yeah, like describe the taste, you know. God, a couple of months ago, I went back and I watched like the Kelvino video of him getting his first cape, like just the sock fight. And that oh, shit is yeah. so fucking funny to watch. Because it's just like he just has no fucking clue what he's doing. Yeah, dude, dude, I I uploaded a um expert TOA solo video of me doing it like week one. <laughs> And I have no idea what I'm fucking doing, basically. And so I continually get comments on that video, like every week or so, 
a new comment like what the fuck are you doing like why are you doing it this way what are you doing like what i'm like bro this was literally released when i was a dumbass like i was i was literally just eating the fucking pillar at the beginning of wardens because i had no idea what the mechanic was so i'm just eating red balls the entire phase until it ended all right there you go here's some images this is also on light mode because this is like dark mode was a thing so nah you don't need to no excuses no excuses you're a light motor that's fine I'm not a light motor now. That's fucked up, man. Why would you say that? Yeah. God, yeah, I miss Inferno Release. 30,000 so viewers. Yeah, and you're not going to get that now. Uh, I, okay, I have a couple more. I'll just like, put the Seems dump I have from like this block of stuff. Yeah, him passing uh, Riot Games uh, JP as well. Summer Split being just bypassed by Wooks. And the stream title is called Jad, What Are You Doing Here? Bro, like, look at his inventory. The dude has a fucking imbued heart in there. Yeah. Like, four-way mage switch, a, an Elijah, an SGS, SGS like, yeah. and one and one singular raging potion, which is for the end. Yep. And that's like what it was. Like, that's what no I guess, tile markers, no NPC indicators, no anything. Yeah, this is drop singular rune on the floor type beat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jesus, I man. Got, I got two more. I got um, two more memes that are very prevalent to this as well. Come over. Me. I can't. I'm watching the second day of Inferno attempts. Her. But my parents aren't home. Me shuts my fucking phone off. <laughs> That's true. Like, this shit was, like, actually exciting. It was, like, Fight oh, Caves yeah. 2. But the thing is, like, it's based around, like, Fight Caves 2. Like, something that we all have, like, a lot of nostalgic bite for, you know? Like, if Inferno 3 comes out, I don't think it will outdo Inferno, or, like, Inferno 2 or Fight Caves 3. If that comes out, I don't think it will do, overdo, like, Inferno release, you know? Yeah, no. There, there is a chance, but it has to be, like, really hyped up, and it has to be, it literally has to be called Inferno 2. And it didn't, haven't they literally already given a hint of, like, Zuck saying, like, you, oh, you've killed him this time around For now. or whatever? For yes, now. for now. It hinted like Inferno hard mode or something. So that's what that they need to do. It, it, it needs to be Inferno related. So everyone understands this is Inferno difficulty on steroids. And they need to hype it up for like a year prior. And then they need to release it and Wooks needs to go live. And it needs to be something so difficult that it isn't completed day one. Yeah, we've only had that twice difficult. now, which is... a. Uh... Top. We had that for, like, Tob took 30 hours to complete, and Inferno took, I think, 55 hours to complete after release moment, or maybe 50, or something like that. Hmm. But it was the only time, like, the only two times in the game where something wasn't completed day of release. Like, thankfully, Expert Mode TOA was completed, I think, 20 or 22 hours after release. And okay. I was almost the one to do it, but I was on, like awake for 20 hours off my fucking gourd. I could not focus anymore. And I died to like the white mechanic from like failing skull skip. And then J rays ended up getting it like 10 minutes after that. I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking sleep. Bye. Yep. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. TOA release was pretty fun. I don't know. I just had like a group of, uh, a bunch of fucking ultimate iron men and we just fucking did UIM teams. And it was, yeah. it was a good time. No, nah, it was fun, but it just didn't have that same like thrill. I mean, it yeah. was it was gonna like if they come out with fucking anything, it's gonna be fun. Like you know, day yeah. one, like they come out with fucking Temporos, people are having a kind of fun time. Kind of, I didn't yeah. do it, but some people were having fun. 
I memed on that shit like when it came out. I was like, oh wow, the fishing boss batches. Like, wow, it was so exciting. And I tried it out. I was like, okay, this is actually like, kind of good for like a fishing minigame. Like they did a good job with this, but it, it ain't no TOB, obviously. But yeah. Right, yeah. They, did, they did a good one. They Dude, can give a pat on the back. Uh, that least. actually like just bothers me so much that they'll never come out with something like TOB again. TOB was so dark. It was just like I know. The, we're gonna send this raids to that we've been teasing. There's no in. There's no entry mode. There's no bullshit. You're going in. You have no fucking idea what's going on, and you go in there, and the J mods are watched on a big screen at the office, laughing at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like it was just so fucking awesome to see that nobody was completing it, and everyone's having to struggle. Everyone's losing hundred Ks over and over and over. And the the weapons that you get though are just unreal like you get a fucking scythe like holy shit saying a repair even a vernick all of that Bro, shit. the original the first vials of blood sold for like a mil each or something like that like the first vials of blood to enter the game yeah and that was like true like oh my god man like you nailed it i know nobody was playing it i know like i wasn't even doing it i had literally gotten an inferno cape a week before and i was one of those players that probably should have been doing top or was excited about it and i literally didn't do top for like six months because i was that intimidated by it i was like no this is and getting a team was hard and all that shit yeah Yeah, nobody wanted to take this like iron man named trash can with half an armor set i don't know what the fuck that Mm -hmm. was and it was difficult like it wasn't even just the fact like oh i need a team it's like bruh even some of like the best gamers were struggling with like getting the timing of Versic. It's so easy now that we think about it. It's like fucking four ticks. Just step back, dumbass. But when you when you have that one opportunity to learn it and you're already like shaking because it's your first time at Versic, you have no idea what's actually happening. You don't understand the mechanics. Like everything's incredibly overwhelming, and it just is so fun. It's like that's like the fun of it, man. Yeah, discoverability, the unknown factor, like that, things not being solved. Uh, yeah, everybody's That's the problem with invocations and the f- entry mode and shit like this. It's like, yes, you're going to get more people playing it, but... Yeah, it looks better on the piano charts about? in the like, bottom one. Yeah, p- for Jagex nowadays, yeah, that's what it's about. It's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, sucks, but that's how it is. Yeah, welcome to business. Enjoy. At least we did get Inferno and TOB, though. At least we had a taste of oh, that yeah. glory. I mean, they're still there. I know, but just like those that those first few, yeah. First, and and the, the best part was was like we had such limited gear back then too. I mean, besides the Tebow, yeah, and ancestral. Tebow was only helping so much in TOB. Like it was mostly based around melee. Yeah, you had a whip, <laughs> a fucking tentacle whip. That's all you had to start off with, and or oh. you had seven bill for a safe. <laughs> Yeah, you you had a, a tentacle whip, bandos, which nobody was bringing anyway, probably. Well, maybe some people were day one. I don't know. And then, um, what am I thinking? Uh, oh, a dragon defender, like just dog shit, basically. <laughs> All right. So you want some throwback stuff? Of like, course. <laughs> a little after, uh, like they made it scale down so you could like do it in four mans and three mans without being punished too hard. Uh, I, I want to say like two months after Tob release, like very few people had done this. That very few people had done duo Tob. I, I hit up Rice Cup. And I was like, yeah, how do you feel about like trying to duo Tob with like 
minimalistic gear and just like you know just fucking let's just send it like hog wild let's just get this shit done and like second try like i think we've reset it like nile room like second try we got it and like that was a big thing back then because like very people few people could pull that shit off but like that was like something that was like exciting to do because like one it was just like difficult too there was like a lot of uncertainty and i don't know it was just like hard to pull off like back then as well that was also when versic was bugged so like when she attacks like she just she doesn't physically like visually move but she's physically moved so she'd be quaking you from across the like stuff like that oh yeah i remember that yeah yeah that was i know i I still have like very fond memories of like pulling that off with rice i was like bro that that shit was actually like kind of hype yeah that's getting that off for the first time that 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 was actually some fucking gaming type beat right there damn dude do you remember when like the best pvmers were cloud badass and reed yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when i started watching and Twitch. Calvino. i refuse to not let Calvino be in the conversation well, of course I'm, I'm i'm talking about more of like the i mean because you know no disrespect whatsoever to cloud badass and and uh reed but like nowadays you know there's just so much more stuff they they feel rusty like they are they are rusty you know yeah with Calvino, so. if you i don't think he plays but if he were to come back he wouldn't be rusty like he, he might he, be a little rusty. He might be, but his clicks were insane. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. his knowledge. Okay, he, yeah. would, he would he would come out with like the thing is like he was on like a different level. I feel like, and again, no disrespect or whatever, but I just felt like people knew who Cloud Badass and Reed were because they were streamers, yeah, and YouTubers and stuff. Like, and I know Kelvino made YouTube obviously, but like, it's just crazy how back then it was. How many bandos kills can you do in one trip? And like, how many DKs can you do in one trip? And like, that's all. I mean, that's all you had basically to even yeah. show. For yeah, it. that was the PVM pinnacle back then. Dude, have you seen um, these Inferno speedrunners, Adicon, Scotty? Yes, yes, oh, I have. Monkey. What the fuck, dude? The bar's been raised very much so. Like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? About. What the fuck is going on in the like? Bro, you enter the Inferno with no bruise. Like, you yeah, just fuck it. You have no food. You, you, yes, we have a Blood Fury, which is incredibly OP. <laughs> incredibly OP. But you just go in there and you're speed running the shit out of it to four, 42 minutes. Like, what is going on here in this game? Like, the skill level is so ridiculously high. It's just nuts. The speed running is just insane to me. I just I see that shit and I'm like, dude, if I ever thought I was good at this game, like I'm just not. <laughs> there's people that just dedicate years to just I don't know, going super hard. Noob type as well, doing those like pioneering those 600 TOA solos. Yeah, yeah. There's so many people that are just like way too good at the game. I just clicks with them. The the speed running it's because like I would consider you a cold one in the area of just god tier gaming mechanical no making mistakes. I mean, just the sheer amount of fucking solo tops you've done <laughs> have proved that. Uh, how many have you done, by the way? Like, I don't count anymore. Three more, way more than that. Jesus but like, I, I just don't count anymore. I think it's like my PB for soloing top. Is like five minutes slower than world record. That's the wild thing. Oh my 
But I've also not put like any effort into soloing or like speed running anything That's the, like that. Every, like yeah. since before Thralls came out. Like once Thralls came out, I stopped bothering with speed running entirely because I'm not a fan of uh of spellbook swap meta mm. at all. Yeah, I there hate are that. There, there's so many crazy metas you have to do now, and uh, and also there's a difference between like mechanical and like perfect click precision at all times and doing like four clicks and a tick and doing these crazy like just oh my god like i was talking about it with um who was i talking about it with like uberu i think just last cast and just even if i were to put in as much time as these inferno speedrunners i still wouldn't be losing two minutes just off misclicks you have to be so fucking precise you have to have zoomer clicks you have to have literally fortnite clicks uh, not necessarily that. It's also, like, they're very well experienced with it. So, like, if you were to try and solo top for the first time now, your completion time with rooms would probably be, like, 70 or 80 minutes. And if I do it, it'll be, like, 55 minutes. And it's not saying that, like, you know, you're drooling on yourself or anything. It's just you're be. new to it. You're, well, okay. Well, not like that, but, like, <laughs> you're you're just, like, new to it in a way. Mm. And even if you do, like, you know, like, 10 of them, like, your time will probably go down to... I don't know, 70 or 65 minute room times, and mine's still like 55 on average. It's just like, I'm more familiar with it, in that sense, and you can compare that to like Inferno, like you're not fucking around, you're not like AFKing, you're not like rank 2 learner's welcome, getting 100 minute PBs. You're you're doing stuff, you're, you're hitting stuff at a reasonable pace, it's just, you're not as experienced as the people that like, you know, base all of their gameplay around doing that. Yeah, and speedrunning that content. Yeah, just thinking about my 15 minute Zarpus in the last league where I had hey, there one you go. safe tile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we call that the solo mission Zarpus. Yeah, that was so yeah. fucking fun. Okay. Because... Yeah, like never, never think of yourself like negatively. Like, oh, I, I, I'm not getting the times that like these other people are. Like, I, I'm not good at the game. Like, you're just not like, experienced enough. You haven't yeah. done it as much as they have. Like, that, that's a, most of it just comes down to like how much you've done it and like how much time you've put into it. You know, that really is the yeah. You're right about that. Actually, and the more I think about it, the stuff I have gotten good at. Initially, I'm just the fucking. I don't know. Just. Uh, uh, what did the coxie call it? A burger. I'm just basically a burger when I go in. A burger. That's a that's a sick nerd term right there. Oh, that, Looks like coxie that. is stealing terms. I'm gonna have to yeah. report him for that. Hang on a minute. Well, I already did my daily report. I don't I don't know if I should overdo that. Just just to be safe, you know. Yeah, just you never know. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, um, I got a I, yeah. off topic, but like I got someone in my chat like not too long ago. I did like you know the fake report thing where I type in the name and then it hit, instead of clicking, you hit escape and. It doesn't actually send a report or whatever. So some dude finally fell for that because like everybody else has an IQ above eighty and doesn't fall for it. <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, that's really rude. Like, why would you just randomly report him like that?" And like he genuinely meant it. And I was like, "Thanks for self-reporting <laughs> below eighty IQ." And then he got defensive. Like he went down the pipeline of like, "Oh, I've been called out for being stupid. I'm gonna insult the person that called me out." I love that pipeline. It's great, dude. Content report button doesn't work and nothing can prove me wrong on that like you cannot give me evidence of the report button doing Hang fuck on. all i'm gonna, I'm gonna okay so i want you to open up runelight do not show this name on stream uh because we're like we're soft tracking it to see how long it takes for it to get banned naturally so i want you to look that up on the high scores okay 
We're we're watching it. We've been watching it for weeks. We want to see how long it takes for the auto detection to like pick this up. Not like let alone the name is what it is. Okay, you know like yeah how that got through like name filtration is something else. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yes. I I had to scroll down <laughs> first. Yeah, they couldn't see it initially. Yeah. My boy Dirt Nerd found this one day. I was like, "There's no shot. That's Dude. actually something that exists." Okay, I I by the way, when you tweeted that meme of we banned over a hundred runescape counts this past week <laughs> i was literally in tears dude i was literally in fucking tears i was like pounding my fist on my bed just like fucking laughing so hard because <laughs> it's just like what are you you flexing that you banned a hundred accounts in a week Let's like go. bro there's a hundred accounts on this world botting zora right now like jesus christ Give him the old thumbs up. Hey, you did it. <laughs> and that picture is just so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was awesome. It, it makes me sad that, like, it's... There are literally tens of thousands of accounts that have never been played by a human. And just play for thousands and thousands of hours and just get all this shit done and they never get banned or you know just takes them forever after they've already cashed out and all this shit but they'll ban a real player who's truly supported the game and just has put in a bunch of time that makes one mistake i'm talking about seven yeah, or maybe he's made multiple mistakes two, to be honest or two mistakes or yeah, maybe like right. they make one mistake and bought two levels of yeah. agility or whatever yeah i get the idea and and like just to make that like yeah, we're doing our part. Look at us at Jagex. We're banning our real players. Like, bro, you got tens of thousands of fucking AI bots out there, and you ain't you ain't you ain't doing shit about it. And now you're banning yeah. like content creators and shit that like actually it's support. It's called making the game. an example. I like, know, and and I will say, I do still understand that you need to you need to ban real players that are breaking the rules. Like, I understand that, but like, bro, yeah, that's just normal. Say when, when you're be like. When your entire game is, like, is infested. Why people like go into it in the first place, like why normal players and even content creators go into it in the first place, is because we'll see things like, I want to say like a couple months ago, like one of my mods, Exelf, like he ran across uh, like two accounts in full rogues and untrimmed thieving capes at a master farmer southeast of Dark Wizards. And he's like, go look at these real quick. And I right click them and look them up. They're both 200 mil thieving. I hop a world down. I find two more accounts with 200 mil thieving. And if you do the math on it, they've been doing that for about three or four months. Untouched. Yep. Nothing. Non-stop too for four months. It's calculating 18 hours a day. Yeah. For like, you know, the average, like, you know, number, like what Botters say, like, you know, if you do more than 18 hours of gameplay a day, that's when Jagger starts looking at you. And if you're underneath that threshold, they won't. So you calc off that. They've been doing that for four months untouched at all. But the thing is, I went there on stream, and there was one JMod in my stream who is a very big regular. And two days later, they all, like all 14 200 mil thieving accounts that we saw were all banned. Every That's single good. one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it's more so shocking how like their detection doesn't pick that kind of thing up. It really brings light or like shadow to whatever you want to call it to that yeah. situation. What yeah. they really need to do is just have an automated response. When when you report somebody, you need to get feedback about it. 
You need to get a message in your Jagex inbox saying, hey, remember that report you sent? Yeah, we've banned that person. Automated response. That's all you need to do because right now, nobody reports anybody because it doesn't mm -hmm. even seem like it works. It doesn't. It actually doesn't. I know. And, and I have literally done my due diligence trying to report people. I still do to this day, just on the off chance, the fucking negligible chance that it's actually even reviewed by any human or any system or anything that's get the report button is just there for like to make you feel like you did something even though it doesn't fucking work but if they would just send an automated response that would be such a huge help to like botting in general and break and rule breakers that's what twitter does when you report somebody on twitter i've reported people on twitter and on twitch and you get a response back on your e in your email saying, hey, that report you sent, we've taken action against that account. Like That makes me feel so much better. It's like, oh, wow, wow the thing I actually did did something. That exact thing uh, exists in League of Legends as well, where if you report someone and like action is taken against their account, whether it's like two-day suspension, five-game mute, permanent bet, whatever, it tells mm -hmm. you like this action was taken upon a player that you reported. It gives you like validation saying like, hey, the report system works. Even if it's lying. It, like, yeah. Jagger should put that thing in and like lie. Like, every couple of days, like, lie to me. have it automatically yeah, like lie to you. And it would make you feel better. It would. But I don't yeah. think it's like a good system. I think it like actually should give you feedback saying, hey, something you reported uh, helped us out. So thank you for doing your part. Yep. It would more incentivize like people to report things like that. If like some like wrongdoings are happening to make it feel like you're making a difference. Cause otherwise like there's no point. Exactly. The report button as of the current moment doesn't do a fucking thing it's at all. Horrible. It doesn't do anything. It's fucking horrible. And, like, I know. If you knew some of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes, like there are, uh, I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to name like accounts or, or anything what? for obvious reasons. But there is a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Like, imagine, like, what old broken plugins were. All, but it, it's just an automated bot system that sends packets and it's undetectable. And Jeez. there's a lot of that going on. There are, there are accounts that have basically been using this kind of thing ever since the quote-unquote client ban just under a year ago. And they're untouched. Entirely just untouched. Damn. Yeah, like, and not to sound like a doomer, but like that's the issue that's going on right now. I don't know if it like comes down to the size of like the anti-cheat team or whatever, or like lack of tools or resources. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with the game. Oh, I mean, I believe it. I'm just not in yeah. that scene, which it's nice to be honest, because I it's, would it, become it's better more to of a just doomer. not be. Because otherwise, yeah, you will just become like a wow. It's actually just in the bin. It's doomed. It's etc. Like ignorance is bliss is very much a term that is very <laughs> no. prevalent here. Yeah, I've been I like not seeing it. Sorry, what'd you say? I like not seeing it. I know. Kind of nice. You're right though. Ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. I I like have made the deep dive in recent months of like just reading a bunch of people like in the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries like philosophy on stuff. And like a lot of the philosophers, like by the end of the day, it's like, I wish I wasn't fucking as aware <laughs> as I am because it just makes like, you know, life. Like the more you the, know, the more you know, the more is, everything's just super absurd and shit. And that's the same thing with RuneScape. The more you, the more you actually knew about the ins and outs of what's actually going on. And oh my God, that would be depressing. The more you know, the more you wish you didn't know. <laughs> I know. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
But it's like a very, it's a true topic. Like, if you want to like, uh, oh, I got to find out about this drama, don't. Simply just don't. Go about your day and ignore it. Seriously. Exactly. You'll enjoy yourself more. Dude, sometimes I think like. not your job to care. Yeah. Yep. No, true. Yeah. The, the other thing I think is like, we live in a a day and age where we're just on the internet all the time. And just you get news of like the most horrific things that have happened in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just a generation ago, there was none of that. It was just, you live in your little circle, you know, you're living your little group or your community and you have no fucking idea really what's happening outside of your village or <laughs> maybe not village, but just like your, your community, you know? And I think like, I don't know what the actual consequence of knowing everything that's happening in the world at all times basically has for like the human brain, but it can't be that healthy knowing all this shit, you know, or, or just knowing, or just like, just understand, like just having that access to un just, just knowing exactly what's going on in the world kind of, you know, it's like, I, I bet, I bet growing up in like the, fucking 60s or 70s was just so much like calmer <laughs> i don't know about better but just calmer i could ask my parents and see what it was like get some insight like yeah how was it like just going back your day just chilling you know dude like you you had to send letters to people you had to yeah. send you had to write a fucking letter and send it in the mailbox you had to just wait places just look around yeah just yeah Dude, like, yeah, you didn't, you couldn't just pull out your phone and start looking at shit when you're bored. Yeah, you had and to make plans. You had to occupy yourself, you, 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 you know? <laughs> you had to do stuff. Like, what? oh my god. I would just, like, like, olden days of, like, waiting for people, like, you know, when I was, like, still, like, 8 to 13 or whatever, before this whole, like, shift in, uh, when, like, generations happened, I just sit there and just chill and enjoy the scenery and just Appreciate yeah. the flowers. That's like one of my favorite things about like one of my favorite things like being in like elementary school and middle school is like knowing where your friends are at. Like, you see all the bikes in front of the house and everything. You're like, yeah. oh everybody's over here. Everyone's at Brian's house right now. Yeah. And you just pull up. Dude, you had to you had to call your friend's home phone number, have their weird like relative or somebody answer the phone you have no idea who you're talking to you're like hey is is sean on is it sean there can i talk to him i want to go play mm -hmm. with him you know i want to yeah i dude i developed an irrational fear of answering the phone when uh when i grew up i got out of it after uh a, you know a little bit of adulthood but um Holy shit! Having to answer the phone, like the home phone at my place, and having no idea who's a, who I'm about to like encounter <laughs> was terrifying as a kid. Yeah, I don't even answer oh. my phone anymore. Anybody who needs to talk to me <laughs> can know. just text me. It's chill. It's all right. It's Some terrible. more deeper memories have just popped up of like olden days of phoning. So, like this is before caller ID, like was a big thing. This yeah. is like late '90s, early 2000s. Like, if we got, like, a, a quote-unquote sales call or, like, a scam call during dinner, like, my parents are, like, they're, they're both, like, well-established smart people, but they're also fucking trolls in their own rights as well. 
So we get a call from like, you know, a, a salesperson like, hey, you want to buy a you, you want to buy a sundial or whatever the fuck they're trying to sell or they're trying to scam us. And like, yeah, let me just go get them real quick. And one thing we knew about like sales calls back then is like they weren't allowed to hang up the phone. So what they do is like, yeah, let me just go like, you know, get to the owner of the house. They leave the phone live and just put it down face down while we're eating dinner and just leave it there. And they just never hang up for like an hour on end. <laughs> Deep down the sales representative if he was just like kind of like forced into that work or like he just he's getting paid by the hour which who knows maybe it was just commission-based but he's probably like thank god just don't mm -hmm. fucking have to do anything for an hour <laughs> yeah who knows how it was being done but like they, they do stuff like that like they tell me like yeah if this happens just fuck with them fuck it yeah like yeah like they shouldn't be like calling our phone number trying to sell shit like we don't need that like you can see it as like me but at the same time like i don't need like a volcano insurance whatever the fuck you're trying to sell you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous how many I, I probably get like three or four spam calls a day on my phone yep it's like three yep, or four pretty pretty consistently and i'll even get like my voicemails of like people like trying to oh and i started getting um this is like a few months ago it stopped luckily or maybe i just blocked the sender completely but i was getting like walmart emails saying like oh you your iPad's arriving soon. Thanks for your purchase from Walmart. I'm like, I didn't fucking order anything. So it's like, clearly this is a scam. But it's kind of worrying because I've like seen some things of like, even if you were to open up and I, I've even gotten like text messages saying like, oh, like your bank is just closed or whatever. And I've even heard that if you open up the text message, not even click any links or do anything, but like that can hack your device or something. Now I'm gonna go to bed with uh, with worries and stuff, dude. Also, you know what's crazy is your phone is nonstop listening to you. Your yeah, phone, true. your phone is. On, let me let me grab my phone real quick. I've had a boner for five hours and it won't go down. <laughs> uh, how do I fix this? Anyone there? Yo, FBI, can you can you dude, help me out on this one, dude? Your phone Just is. Someone have to listen to that. Your phone is nonstop listening to you because. This has happened so many times. Right now, my phone's lying right next to me on my desk. After a Sebe cast, I will have talked about a few things. I swear to God, I am now targeted on every advertising thing of something I talked about briefly. Oh, like yeah. I, you're getting laxative ads. Oh, 100% I will. I will. Yeah. I will, and um, probably some other shit as well. And uh, yeah, it's it's actually, I don't know because I'm actually not that terrified about it. I, like I would, I could say like I'm terrified, but like I really just don't give a fuck to be honest. It's just far too much information for any human to be able to go through. <laughs> so I just, I just don't fucking care at this point. <laughs> Simply just care less. Like, like should I care? Because if I care, I'm gonna just. Uh, that's another thing added to the list of cares. God damn it. Yeah. Honestly, it's just a case of just simply just care less. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, life just becomes easier. So let me ask you, Phelps. How? What? What is the difference between your 20s and your 30s? Now that you're in your 30s. Okay. So I guess like for anyone wondering, like Phelps is. My IRL name is what like a lot of people called me. It's what a lot of my OGs called me. Like Sebe's known me long enough to the point where like he just knew that's how I was addressed. And if I catch you call me that, I will ban you. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking thinking. So twenties and thirties, 
20s, you're, like, more immune to, like, hangovers and stuff like that. Like, it's very much more like a party stage. Like, early 20s is more of a party stage than, like, your early 30s are, for example. Like, you can still go out and do that. It's just, like, it's less commonplace. Or, like, less, like, socially accepted or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, you'll still go out to, like, parties. Like, Halloween parties, everyone gets fucking wrecked in their 30s. Like, nowadays, like, when I'm going out to one, like, you know, several months from now, like, everyone's gonna get fucked up and trashed for it. But... The only difference is, like, you're not in school, you're, like, well-established, like, a career, you have, like, an income, if you're, like, you know, a human being, you have a 401k, you've got everything else set up, you've got your all your ducks in the pond, maybe not in a row, but they're all in the water, at least, but, like, you're not, maybe you're broke, but you're not, like, broke, broke, you're not, like, how do I put this, So like, early 20s, you're still in university and stuff like that, and you just don't really have money like that. Like, you work a nobody job so you can afford a 12-pack of brew and, like, a dub sack and a Dutch Master on the weekend. Like, that's that's what your bank account basically is in those days. Unless you had, like, rich parents that just funnel you money. And if you had that, I'm jealous of you, and I will forever be jealous of you that you had that. But, like, once you get to 30s, like, there is much less to worry about, but there's, like, other things to worry about that are different. But, like, those kinds of things aren't there. It's just you're more well-established in life, and you can kind of just, like, coast with it, you know? That, that, that's really all I can say about it. It's like, about, you're basically, like, lined up in life at that point. So what about, like, mentality? Like, I feel like in your 20s, it feels like that is your life. Almost. Like, at least this is how I've... Maybe I'm projecting a little bit. I probably am. But I, I think, like, when I was 24, 25, it seemed like this is just what life is like because you get out of childhood and it's like oh shit like this is how the real world works it's never going to get any better <laughs> it's like this is just life now because you're an adult but i've heard a At lot least... of people that enter their 30s and 40s 30s especially and they realize like oh like yeah 20s were like a dark time it's like where you're just f still figuring out yourself and then 30s it's just like oh you oh, like no, you I said definitely you care a... less I definitely had a year period that I preferred didn't happen in my life, and I, I call that the uh, the dark period, I guess you want to call that. <laughs> I prefer that didn't happen, but it also like taught me a couple of things at the same time, so it was like good that it happened, but like I also wish it didn't happen. Mm. But, yeah, it's more so, it's more so like they're quote-unquote the best years of your life because you have zero cares in the world. But like once you're at your 30s, you do have cares in the world, but you're like, you're more mature enough to the point where like you can handle like what life is giving out for you and you're mm -hmm. able to like separate your work from your play to where how do i put this at least like right now like let's say like sundays and mondays are like the two days where i don't really do anything and i kind of just do whatever so like sunday i just completely leave work mode for example i leave like that workaholic like mindset i was talking about earlier and I just get to enjoy myself. I, I do whatever the hell I want myself. Maybe I have a couple of drinks like late at night. Maybe I'm just like, you know, out bike riding. I'm just like, you know, laying horizontal on the beach or whatever the fuck. And I, I can just shut my brain off. You more so like manage how, like, you more so like understand how to manage like your mental. Yeah. As also like, as well as like balancing your life as well. Cause like you're at the point in your life where you're, you should be like, you know, established with your career or maybe like, you know, you did school late because for, reasons like you, you just like worked you didn't know your career path but like you're just more established like you're more mentally there in yeah. life there are things that are going to make you like worry about stuff but you can handle it better than you did 10 years ago yeah you know? that's 
that's it. It's like you can handle, you understand yourself more and you can handle situations. Exactly that, yeah. It's like, it's not like you should be worried about hitting your 30s, like, oh my god, I'm getting old. You should be excited to hit there in different ways. Just because, like, it, it means like you're hitting a. You're going to look back at this, like, when you're 70 and be like, yeah, my 30s was my golden age, you know? Yeah. 20s See, was my ratchet age, 30s my golden age. See, I've heard, um, I've read this online that your best, the best time in life is 50. Really? Yep. And they're mm-hmm. basing it off of people that have lived an entire life. So it, the, you wouldn't say like, oh, now that you're 50, you just think you have the best time in your life. No, it's like even people that are 70 and 80 years old say, yeah, 50 was the best time in my life. Because... I don't know. I don't. But there's some reasons for it, but it's basically just like you have everything together. You understand who you are, and you've lived half a life, and you just feel more wise, and you're still kind of healthy. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. So that that makes me like feel good understanding like there's still a lot more to look forward to. And then after fifty, it's all fucking downhill. But yeah. Yeah. Just all. Yeah. Th- for thanks sure. for thanks for reminding me. I've only got seventeen years to live. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I appreciate that. That shit rules. I'm fine with getting older. I don't fucking care at this point. Yeah, I want to have like both of you feel because like you're both uh, you're both turning 28 this year, so you're like reaching like you know the end of the line for like the 20s era. Yeah, in your life and stuff like that. So, like I don't know like how like your early 20s was like your early uni years, your like you know party years and stuff like that, and like how you're like getting into 30s now. Like obviously like those days are like well like long since past. It's- it's just weird because like I thought my life would go completely differently as do probably a lot of people. Um, but the thing I kind of worry about is like lifelong friendships and stuff like real friendships. It, like I think that's something I actually do worry about because I feel like I didn't uh, n- like nurture. Or I don't know if that's the right word, but just like nurture my friendships that i had in college and things like that and so then when people's lives move on inevitably and then you know isolating yourself and playing runescape all day (laughs) doing all that like sometimes i wonder i'm like huh like and then and we also live in the technological age post covid and all this other shit so people are just like i don't know it's just weird like people don't leave their places as often because there's you can get everything delivered to you and you can live your life indoors you have the internet and so i think that's part of my worries is like getting older is just traditional friendships and uh things that i felt like i would just have growing up and i just realized like yeah i I mean i got friends and stuff but it's not like how i thought it would be i don't know i'm sorry to make a sad point on that but it's just like no, I, I can give you like some enlightenment on that in a certain way. So, yeah. like, uh, one of my longest friends, uh, Casey, he got married back in October, like right after uh, TwitchCon, and this is like the main reason I couldn't go there because he like requested that all of us be clean of COVID for his wedding because his mother was like very susceptible to dying to it. Mm. So, uh, he's been my friend since I was I'm gonna say what year is it? Yeah, since I was like eight years old. And I've been like le- like friends with him ever since, like best friends with him. And anytime like we're apart from each other for like you know extended periods of time, we can just not talk for like three years and then just immediately pick up exactly where we left off. 
Yeah. Like that's what lifelong friendships are, like built around. Like if you've got something like that, like you've got a good one. And like more of your friendships than you think are probably like that, where you just be like, Hey, it, it's like been a while. Like, you know, how you been doing, man? Like, I, I, I gotta know, like, you know, it's been a while. Like everyone's caught up to their own thing. Like we all got our own lives now. Like you got your wife. I got my girl. Like, you know, I've got my side piece. Whatever the fuck you got going on. <laughs> and like, I, I just want to make sure like, you know, everything's all good. Like I just want to catch yeah. up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, me and Casey do that, like, all the time. Like, after the wedding, we didn't talk to each other, like, after he got married for probably, like, four months. And then, actually, maybe, maybe like, five months. And, like, we eventually, like, rekindled again recently because of, a, like, a video of the game that came out called Advance Wars Reboot Camp. And it was, like, a game series we played a lot, like, back in the early 2000s for the Game Boy. And, like, it got a remake, and we started, like, talking a lot again, like, after that shit came out. Just, like, random things just make us, like, talk again as if we were, like, nine or ten years old damn yeah but like that's what like a lot of friendships will like turn into when you get older is like you're not going to talk to people every single day because like you'll have your life partner you have like you know your own career path and your own life to worry about like you can't worry about like your friend group of like 10 20 or whatever people and like talk to them every single day unless you're like you know you're a social butterfly in which case i'm jealous of you but yeah like (laughs) most people just have their own thing going on where they're just like yeah. We'll catch up like once in a while, like you know, maybe get some coffee, go get some pancakes, go get like you know some some comfort, whatever the hell. Uh, catch up on the meal, you know, maybe we'll talk for like you know a couple of weeks and be like, yeah, like you know, we got to get back to our own lives and stuff. But mm-hmm. like the friendship's still very much there. That's just how it works, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let me ask you. Well, here let's let's finish forty two's questions. He has one that I'm not even going to talk about because he says ideas. He says ideas for uh, engaging yet difficult content. I'm literally just going to skip that because it's irrelevant. We're just never going to get it. Um, this, we're going back to RuneScape. We were just on an IRL tangent. Content that oh, should yeah. be deleted. We'll probably go back to the IRL right after this. Delete the sandstone grinder. Delete Bob. Yes. Make the hardcores cry. Delete monkey room. I agree yeah, with that. Well, that's like too obvious. Yeah. Uh... Leave the chaos altar. Delete third party clients. Thank you, Whale. Third party clients. Bring it back to the days of vanilla. I played on vanilla for. I I have like just recently passed playing on third party clients longer than having played on vanilla. If vanilla was the only way to play the client, we might have different ways of like what like content gets voted into the game. I'm just saying. Like voting results might look very very different. You know. Go so you know it. this part of uh, the monkey like subquest of RFD where you got to cook a snake. Let me pull it up. There we go. Yeah. So like I just boost the uh, the matured beer to get seventy because fuck training skills. And every time I do this shit, I prepare five snakes. Like the last three accounts I've done this, I prepare five snakes, and every single time so far, the first one successfully cooks. I don't burn any of them. <laughs> I don't know how it just does that. Like I'll burn probably like three right here. There you go. But like the first one, like always, just works for some reason. I don't know. Ooh, cooked. Oh nice. my god! I only no, Bruh. dude, you're fucking. I... Let him cook, bro. Let him cook, bro. They baby <laughs> mode did this. They, the, bro. They're just pandering to the fucking plebs. I swear. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You know what? Man, this game sucks. I'm logging into Gaia Online or something like a better game. Gaia Online. Holy shit! What a throwback. 
that that's like one of the like four prevalent games like high school was like runescape gaia online neopets and world of warcraft that was the four and you played one of those nobody played toontown nobody played toontown nobody 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 played toontown no i didn't know anybody that played toontown yeah. Nobody knew anybody that played Toontown. <laughs> you log in, you finally get your fucking parents' credit card information. Log in, world goddamn empty. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. For real, for real. Did you ever play yeah, um, Virtual Magic Kingdom? VMK? Uh, did you ever play Club Penguin? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I played Club Penguin for a little bit. I played Club Penguin. Oh, and then there was this game... Um, Millsbury.com. That was like the fucking cereal box game. No fucking clue. Yeah, that was a that was I'm trying to think. I, I think I have fond memories of that, but I don't remember it being that good actually, which is weird. Yeah, probably. Definitely a children's game. I was a child back then, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Frank asks Cold one. When consuming beers, do you prefer quality or quantity? What's your go-to beverage? Okay, so that depends entirely on the setting. So, like our time in base Tennessee, I'd always go for Miller Light because light beers are good for like you know long-term drinking. Like if you're starting the night out early, but you will like want something to go at all times, and you don't want to pass out early, you don't want to like you know knock out early, or whatever. Light beers are go to. But if you're like you know chilling with a couple people, you're not really drinking that much. Like craft beers, IPAs, like something that's stronger. Even something like like five percent, six percent, like even like Heineken, Modelo, or like uh what's the other one? We go in our Stella Lad, like one of them. Like you know, like not a light beer. It it depends entirely on the setting, like where you're at. Yeah. But like right now, like I picked up a a, a tall pack of like some high light, like a variety pack, and they're all like five to like eight percents. But I'm showing those in the cast, for example. But if it's like a party or something, you just get a light beer. If you're going to the beach or something, you get a light beer. Okay. Whale, big fan of the UIM content. What got you to start up the UIM, and what's your go-to breakfast? Uh, so I played a little Iron Man, right? And then I did a thousand solo raids without getting a Dragon Hunter crossbow or a T-bow. And then they nerfed the blowpipe. <laughs> so I started playing a UIM and AFKing Max. Uh, breakfast, shit. I just make breakfast tacos. Just every day I make fucking breakfast tacos. It's the classic. You can't go wrong. Crunchy or soft shell? What the fuck is wrong with you? Soft. What the hell? <laughs> then why did you guys make crunchy shells? I, I didn't. Okay, well, for breakfast okay. is different. Breakfast is different than dinner. I was I'm I was curious a... because like I always use I, I I'm I'm a soft shell taco kind of guy, so when I saw the hard shell tacos, I'm like, this is like the most American K Kona fucking tacos I've ever had. I still enjoyed them. Thank you guys for cooking. Yeah, I've never been a crunchy enjoyer unless it's like yeah. straight up a tostada. Yeah, I agree. Okay, um, then he asks Seder. Why is the Legend of Dragoon actually the best game ever? Fucking A, man. This guy's a legend. Yeah, Legend of... Did you guys ever play Legend of Dragoon on PlayStation 1? I've heard of it, but I never played it. Four-disc. Right. Four-disc game on the PlayStation. 
it literally to it, it probably takes you know a good 50 to 100 hours depending on how slow of a gamer you are to complete it and it was just fantastic fantastic storyline turn-based combat just incredible and it was the greatest game still to this day like I've, I've beaten it like eight or nine different times last time i beat it was in college shit's fucking the greatest game of all time better than runescape if you're saying like turn-based combat, like a good story, you ever played Fire Emblem Six before for the Game Boy Advance? No, I think I've heard oh. it though. Yeah, that it was only originally released in Japan, but it was like American modded carts, and you just like get a ROM for it nowadays. Dude, but if you want like a really, really good storyline for like turn-based combat, that one is like S tier. See, this is this is part of the thing that makes me sad is like so many of these games, like I could never get somebody to enjoy legend of dragoon in adulthood if they didn't play it as a kid it's so much so much of like the enjoyment we get from old classic games is a nostalgia yeah so, exactly that it's the same yeah. thing with people having this cringe i'm sorry cringe obsession with avatar of the last airbender i fucking that show sucks it's for kids and everybody <laughs> says it's the greatest thing on earth and I'm like, dude, you have to understand it's only the greatest thing on earth because you watched it as a child. Like, that's the only reason. It's not actually good. Like, if you watch it as an adult for the first time ever, it's horrible. Every single person that didn't watch it as a kid that tries to watch it thinks it's horrible. So I can attest to this because I'm in the uh, in the boat of people that watched it as an adult for the first time. I never watched it as a kid. And my most recent ex uh, convinced me to watch it with her, and I was not really the biggest fan of it <laughs> it's boring and she she fucking hated me for not liking it i was like listen i'm sorry <laughs> don't it's understand just... it's nostalgia based holy shit yeah i just never watched it so yeah it's I i'm mean, sorry you, people you could say the same kind of thing for like a lot of other shows but then there's like some shows that like came out years ago that are actually good like that like another i guess like quote-unquote anime because like some people consider avatar to be an anime like yu yu haka show I think was like really good for like old anime. It was a good shojin, mm. but it's also like I think for like a lot of people, it's like the only anime some people watch. And like my case, it was like one of the four that I've watched. But I still think it was a good show. Yeah, like I enjoyed it. Like I've watched it nowadays. It's probably different, but I think it still holds up today in some way. Like if I watch Jackie Chan Adventures or Samurai Jack, I would think this is the fucking greatest thing ever because I just have like that nostalgia just of me going home and from school and watching it like fuck yeah i mean it's so yeah, much bro just said samurai jack so oh my god, god. <laughs> i love that shit yeah. <laughs> yeah but again it's the it's the same thing with legend of dragoon although i want to say that people would seriously enjoy it if they like jrpgs and classics i i just can't see it ever slapping as hard as it slaps for me because i played it as a child and it was the greatest so yeah yeah. Um, 87H asks, who are your favorite YouTube content creators outside of OSRS? And who are your favorite up-and-comers inside the OSRS community on YouTube? Whale, you go first. Um, I, I prepared. Uh, so outside of uh, RuneScape, there's this dude whose videos I watch. He puts out like one video a year, but it's always like some really fucking cool shit. Uh, he's called like Tom Seven. Mm. Uh, where he just does really useless 
things with generally pertaining to technology. Like he, uh, he like made, he like played fucking like super Mario world on an NES, but like not through emulate. I don't remember exactly how the fuck he did that, but I don't know. He, he just always does like these really cool things. He has, it's, it's like a fucking, like a doctorate and sort of fucking dude. Um, but yeah, really good stuff there. Highly recommend. And the up and comers fucking shout out Glim, um, the moral percent iron speed run max cape thing. Glim's the I homie. Just, I just heard moral percent. Yeah. So like no, alts, basically. Yeah. Moral. Moral. <laughs> moral percent. I mean, uh, to be oh, honest, we did get the idea from it. So it's technically not wrong. I understood. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. It's really good, and shout out Glenn. That's the homie. Yeah, shout out Morals. Yeah, G W E M with an with an M. G W E M. Off to off to search them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, she's cool. What about you? A cold one. All right, I gotta look through like my sub, like the people I'm like sub to on here. So like some are uh, some just release music videos, some just release like, content for different games. So. If I had to look at... So there's like a few lead creators I follow and everything like that. Uh, one that I follow a lot is like entirely biased because he mains a champion that I main on League. He's called Minish Cap 1. And like we're, we're in each other's like streams once in a while, but he's like a singe player. But he'll like show off like, you know, troll builds, good builds, crap builds. Except, he just... He's a one-trick for the champion. That's the only thing he plays. Um, outside of him and outside of League, there are... I guess, like, two other people I mentioned. It's, like, one is somebody who just, like, makes remixes for, like, old video games, and I've used, like, some of his music in, like, some of my videos as well, because it just sounds good. Uh, his name's MK Vaff. I think I showed, like, Whale a couple of these uh, songs as well. Like, ones that just so, go hard yeah. unnecessarily. Like, just... They just go hard for just no reason. I was like, yeah, it's just good shit. <laughs> like, okay, then. <laughs> go on, then. Yeah, go on. There we go. And then the last one is a, it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh! YouTuber uh, group, like a team of people called Team APS. And they just like, sometimes they put out like just good U like YouTube videos. There's like another one called uh, Team Samurai. Sometimes they put on like, you know, TikTok like style, like short videos. But like if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh! fan, you like them. And if you're not a Yu-Gi-Oh! fan, then they're just like whatever to you. But I like them, so. That's like the other people I would like mention that I feel like follow on YouTube when I, f I decide to open up the website. And OSRS? Uh, whoever I don't say is going to get mad at me, but the one person I do is going to be like, okay, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like too many people. There's too many people I follow on like old school RuneScape. You have I to guess say like I'll, I'll, Yeah, I'll have like a question after this. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat right after this, Seder. Oh, fuck. If I, if I had to think like which old school content creator I like, as far as like creativity uniqueness and like I, I actually like just straight up enjoy the stuff they put out unironically i really have to give it to solo mission i i just yeah. do like there's a lot Absolutely. of practicality behind it but there's like enough uniqueness to the point where it doesn't stray too far from society you know it's just like there isn't like really a bad video he's ever put out like it's always enjoyable whenever i see like oh solo mission put up a video i'll click on it i had a good time watching that yeah, it was really cool meeting him. I've been watching his videos since like 2018. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, like he was one of my favorites back then, and is still one of my favorites to this day. Like I yep. always watch his videos. He's still holding. He's yeah. still very much holding that. So yeah, there, there you go. There's uh, there's my people okay. that I like. I guess I'll answer this. Um, in regards to like normal YouTubers that I watch, I mean, I don't know. I it's hard for me because honestly, I've kind of just leaned on just watching home videos that are like recommended to me now. I don't know if there's like a f- absolute favorite, but if I had to say one, I would pr- I would probably say Fiction Beast. Fiction Beast is just like I- as I said earlier when I was like watching like a bunch of like philosophers and stuff from random shit in the past few centuries. Uh, Fiction Beast is like a dude that just compiles like a bunch of like old literature and philosophies and all these other things and like compiles it into a really compelling like narrative and just has a bunch of visuals for the whole thing and it's just really well done so it feels like you're learning a lot and it's just super highly entertaining so i'd have to give my shout out to fiction beast um in regards to old school honestly Ooh. i'm a huge fan of i got I, I just gotta say it like i love rambles and podcasts and so if i were to give one it'd probably be to real homie hour or based after dark just because like when i see them upload it's like i click them because it's my long form content that i get to enjoy because there's not much of it so and any rambles like if if uh like autumn elegy posts a random odd ramble oh, yeah. i'm all about it I, yeah. I love just the classic ramble style videos because it's just super casual you get to hear something raw. It's unedited. Un, it's just not fancy at all, and it's just talking. And I, I enjoy that. So, it's did you ever end up, you uh... just like listen to and just like kind of sync with? That's why I like rambles and stuff like that and podcasts. Too. I think it's why a lot of people just like enjoy just vibing with that kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Did you ever end up checking out the uh, Mayfield and Friends podcast? Yeah. I have not yet. Damn. That's yeah. You just put me on the spot. Fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's real small podcast, but a lot of cool people on it. Like, uh, Gwen was on it. That's how I found out about it. Yeah, I'll uh, have to actually give it, you know, a listen. Yeah, yeah, a lot of familiar names on there, if you just, like, are aware of the community. That's what we need. In fact, I, I maybe I'll even, maybe I'll take it upon myself to just discover all the long forms, sort of, like, raw osrs content and like compile it and like almost just be like here's my top picks of like that kind of style of videos because i feel like there's just not enough because those videos generally don't do as well you know just like long form content or any sort of ramble style videos that's just not what most mainstream osrs viewers want to see but for those that do i think it'd be really cool to have like an actual video source where it's like you can see how many there really are because i've i've you know, there's tons that I, I haven't discovered myself. So, okay. Um, Dirt Nerd says, Eat Pant Whale. And, Dear Chungus, can you please explain why you can do if thinking is option for big and catacombs? Of, yeah, I think so too. Right, first, I got to put you in the hot seat real quick. So, don't think you're dodging my question so fast. So, <laughs> 
since there are hundreds, if not thousands, of notable, like, you know, faces, personalities, people in the old school RuneScape community, can you confirm with undeniability that after 116, say, bait cast, that whoever you haven't had on, you hate their fucking guts? <laughs> yeah. If I haven't had you on the say bait cast yet, I hate your guts. I, I never want you on the cast. No. Yeah, thank you. Thank I, you for clearing that up yeah, for us. I, yeah, I, literally, literally this, is, this is the episode that, like... <laughs> just shows just it's such a bad representation because people are just begging for certain guests to come on like please get this person on and in the meantime this week i get you and whale on for the third time hell yeah happy to be here and i'm like fuck everybody else i'm just getting i want to talk to my boys a cold one and whale this is my fucking podcast yo fuck that hemis dude fuck that nine ring guy (laughs) fuck that other people you ain't had on that i can't think of the names off the top of my head fuck them all so i haven't actually stated this on a cast i feel like so when i first started the save a cast i just thought it was amazing to get anybody on like if anybody wanted to talk it was just cool and then I made the mistake of uh, saying, like, yeah, if anybody ever wants to come on the cast, just send me a DM. Not not to say, like, you will be on it, but it would be cool to know, like, who would like to be on it. And then I got a bunch of DMs from random people and just, like, just random people being like, oh, like, I want to come on and stuff. And it was so awkward at the time because it's like I realized that's actually not what I wanted. I didn't want to have this pressure of having just anybody on or having this weird pressure of like feeling like I need to say yes to anybody that asks because I I don't want to let people down. I I, want to talk to everybody. But what I discovered probably a year ago is I just can't fucking take it anymore. And I'm just going to run the podcast as I want to run it. And I just want to talk. I just want to talk to who I want to talk to. And if I invite you on, it's because I truly want to talk to you. And, um, I only no, do one currently I only do one podcast a week so it's going to just take a long time to get through to the because there's still tons of people I want to talk to including Hemis believe it or not yes yes Jimbo and I want to talk to Jimbo too <laughs> fuck it um, why are you why are you talking directly to Jimbo why does Jimbo have to be involved in he's this? probably not even listening to this no, no he definitely dude. is and if nah, he is fuck, listen Jimbo if you listen to this fuck you, you <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> Yo, Jimbo, if you listen to this, that potato recipe was fire. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to talk to people, but I think it's better if I just run it my own way. And it's way less stressful, and I just feel better about doing the whole thing. As soon as there's some awkward pressure of me just talking to people that people tell me to talk to, it's just not going to hit the same. Yeah, we just love giving you crap because it's funny. Yeah. No, but I feel, like, I feel like I needed to address that almost. Like, I'm just going to... Do my thing. Hopefully that. As soon as you feel like you need to address something, you've already lost. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah. I got a problem with addressing too many things. Yeah, addressing it three and a half hours in when everybody's still listening. Yeah, yeah. You should, you should, <laughs> you should be trying to dress some bitches. All right. Type banana down in the comment section if you're still listening to this shit. We'll see who types banana. Um, yes. So, what do you guys think about simulation theory? Dog, what? Yeah, what do you think about we're living in a simulation? I yeah, believe it. Shit. I 100% believe it. Y'all you, you, seen Truman Show, obviously. Yeah. And if you haven't, then you're sheltered. Yeah. Are you sheltered, Will? Did you watch it? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, good. 
just like yeah, it was a good. Mo- it was a good movie, yeah, and like it was, it was. general rule of thumb, if it didn't come out on VHS, I probably haven't seen it. But I'm pretty sure that was like right at the end of the VHS era, so <laughs> just barely made. To it be on. honest, I didn't watch Truman right. Show until I was like 24. So right, how about a uh, how about Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? No. I watched that once when I was like a teenager and did not understand it. Bro, that movie was such a mind fuck. Yeah, you know what was a mind I fuck? Barely remember. A prestige mind fucked me for like the first three times I watched it. I don't know what the fuck that is. You never watched the Prestige? No. Bruh, you got Hugh Jackman. You got fucking Christian really? Bale, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, you see that? Yeah, this is DVD era. The I fuck know. you expect? Fuck. It was 2006, I think. So, it was yeah, yeah but it definitely wasn't VHS, but yeah. Um. So, why do you think the cold one? I don't think. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You, you're all AI. You're all AI. <laughs> no, okay. So, I kind of like. I get the idea of the simulation theory. How like. I mean, if you looked at the end of Men in Black 1, you could see, like, another indirect theory, how, like, our universe is just, like, the contents of a marble, and extraterrestrial beings are just playing with, like, marbles, like, you know, like, a game of marbles, you ever played that before? Like, we're we're just inside a marble. And as far as, like, the size of our galaxy is, like, insignificant size compared to, like, the contents of that marble. So I get that. Like, I, I get what people are thinking, but I think you should probably put the crack pipe down. Before you like start uh, messing with their brains like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe deal with the reality that you're given as opposed to trying to fucking <laughs> explain it away. You know. I, I can see it happen though. Like I can definitely see like alternate universe theories and like marble universe theories or like simulation theory. I, I can definitely see that going on. To think like, what if we're just in a simulation? Like. Exactly yeah. that Truman Show or that episode of uh, of Rick and Morty or something like that. So, I could totally yeah. see that being a thing. So I let think me... like parallel. No, I think on. like parallel universe like theory like could be a thing, but like I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people think of it as like I I made this decision instead of this decision, and therefore there was a diversion there. But really, it would. Like if it were to be a thing, it would be at more of an atomic level than the. It's like it's a very human centric uh, way of thinking to assume that your decisions would like split or like the human action splits the fucking the timeline and all that. When in reality, like it's just like we're not that important, man. We just we just got lucky and we're out here. I mean, it depends on, like, what the level of, like, your decision-making is. Like, if it's you deciding to get the chicken nugget instead of a burger, that's probably not changing much. (laughs) But if it's you deciding to, like, you know, not wage war against, like, Louisiana from Alabama, then maybe, yeah, that does change something. Yeah, and see, that comes down to, like, atomic level. Exactly that. Yeah. So, do you think it's possible for us humans to understand why we're here? Like, do you think we can ever know, like, pure truth or are is it always sure. a paradox it's not so much a paradox i i think it's just something about like you know cellular development to the point where like we have sustainable life that has just grown and i think we just just not think about it 
because like oh we, we're gonna get a solution like oh this is how we were created maybe we just sh shouldn't think about that <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't need that knowledge because then we'll just re try and replicate it and then we already are replicating not, it yeah we're trying to replicate like something we need we're trying to replicate AI like we haven't watched the movie iRobot to see that's like not a good idea, you know? <laughs> we're like, yeah, that's a good I idea. But, like, you know, scripture. We got to remember iRobot. Yeah, yeah. We, we like, like we've already canceled uh, what's his name? We've already canceled Will Smith, so like he's not going to save our asses. <laughs> so we probably shouldn't fuck around with AI, you know? Okay, like, well, man, I fuck you guys. Really? It was DVD era. <laughs> I swear there was like it was on VHS as well. Oh my god. It might have been. <laughs> this guy has not watched a movie since 2002. Bro, I, I literally have, it, I still like, have a VHS collection to this day. I can post it in the chat. And legendary. We still, still we use have the rewinder in like my parents house too. That little rewinding machine. Yeah. Loud as shit. Oh, I remember yeah. like old fucking Blockbuster. They had like a little sign yeah. on like the back of the case that said, "Be kind, please rewind." Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Now, okay. Now I just feel old. Thank yeah, you. That shit was. Yeah, no, no problem. Dude, I still remember getting our first DVD player. That was weird. Man. Where's the fucking VHS collection? I don't know. It's in here somewhere. I got some good shit on VHS. There was like a brief point in time from like like 2012 to 2016 ish where you could just go to Goodwill, find a bunch of good fucking movies, and they were fifty cents each. Yeah. 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 There. Okay. The Just launched it. It is loading. Oh my god, dude! I love looking at stuff like this. Yeah, yeah that is weird. The, cast. That the first thing I see is just Kill Bill on the top left. That's the first thing that just stands out to me. Oh yeah. Uh, do Pokemon movies two two copies of Fight Club? Man's One's fucking living a life. Oh, one of those is One's an ESP. Let's fucking Wait, go. where is this? Am I seeing am I supposed to be seeing this? Pass it on. Yeah, I posted it in the chat. It hasn't like updated on I haven't PC seen shit yet. yet. I don't know. Maybe wait, just wait, like, wait for it. Wait for it. Mobile. I don't think anything is fucking showing up, I'll be honest. Yeah, I got I got two copies of the cat from outer space. One of them sealed. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> one of them sealed. How much does that go yeah. for, you bet? Not very much. Not a lot of people have seen The Cat from Outer Space. Dude. It's a good fucking movie, though. The best Disney mm -hmm. movie of all time. Dude, did you see that video um, of somebody buying an originally sealed iPhone for like... Oh, like 40... I, think I, I think I saw that, but I didn't watch yeah, it. It was $40,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you had a factory oh, sealed car. iPhone. Interesting. Forty thousand dollars. Like fuck. Why? What? What? What am I doing with myself? I gotta start collecting shit like that, and not opening it. Yeah, we're talking about a collection. Like I could have been a multi quadrillionaire or something. I did have a first edition Charizard way back in the day. Really? I had first. Yeah, I had first edition like started at Kaiba. First edition started at Yugi. Don't those go for like a million or something or like something or what's the what's the card that goes for like a million dollars? Is like does that have to be Oh, that's a Black Lotus, isn't it? That's Magic: The Gathering. That's different. Yeah, I think that's the only card that like reaches. I thought there was a Pokemon area. card. I thought it was Charizard or something like first edition or something like that. Like but it has to be yeah, like I mean, untouched or something for that to be that or something like that. I don't know. Uh, hang on, yeah, we're gonna look this up like right lot, now. It ain't a million dollars yet. Okay. 
still first edition Charizard PSA 10 is listed for fifty thousand three hundred forty thousand. Uh, ninety-seven copies of PSA ten Charizards is twenty-one million apparently. Yeah, look uh, for Shadowless though. That's the real Shadowless. That's the real ex- yeah, that's the real, real expensive one. Uh, three hundred forty thousand. Yep. Yeah, that sounds Jesus. about right. Dude, I remember looking on eBay back in like two thousand three, two thousand two, and seeing Yu-Gi-Oh or um Exodia pieces for like three hundred fifty bucks, and I thought that was like the most crazy thing of all time. I need to know why this thing was like so. Like, obviously, it does a hundred damage in a TCG. Like back then, that was kind of fucking good. But like, goddamn, th- like we just decided this is going to be the most expensive thing in nerd history. Yeah, God, I remember like, buying my copy of Emerald for like sixty bucks and thinking, man, that was a lot. How much is Emerald now? Like probably at least twice that. Let's see. Oh my god! Oh, oh. Oh, what's the damage? Uh, okay, <laughs> nine rain, rain. Um, <laughs> anywhere between 160 to 250 on buy yeah. nows. Yeah. Um, yeah. God damn. What was the first uh, Pokemon slash Yu-Gi-Oh card you guys ever owned? Fuck! It was one of the starter decks. Base set Tangela was the first Pokemon card I ever opened out of a base set pack when I was like eight or something. Pokemon, and then, I, got, like, I got a binder of cards at a garage sale as a kid, or maybe a box. Of, yeah, no, it was like a box of just a bunch of random commons. I still remember my first ever pack of Yu Gi Oh cards. So, like, obviously, it was like Starter Deck Yu Gi Oh, Starter Deck Iba, but like the first booster pack I ever got was from Magic Ruler set. And the first thing I ever opened up to that, like the first hollow I ever got, was Delinquent Duo. I looked at it, I'm like, it's not a monster. It's not a butt kicking monster. I thought it was like kind of meh for a card, but I still played it because it was shiny. And I find out today it's like one of the most broken cards in existence. <laughs> and it's never coming off band list. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it shows how fucking stupid I was as a kid. <laughs> Um, I also remember that stuff. Okay, Toby here on Twitter asks, what is your favorite Pokemon? Zatu. Umbreon. Damn, we're both Gen 2-ers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Gen 2 is my favorite. Yeah. Boomer time. I think mine's Scyther. Scyther's sick. Yeah, Scyther's sick, so... I just... For no particular reason, I think it's just because, like, I watched... I, I don't know if you guys had this on VHS. It was, like... The Pokemon Vacation into Pokemon the movie with like or Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back. I never I watched the movie in theaters. I rented the movies. It it had it had um some advertisements at the beginning, like all VHS, and it had a cat yeah. dog advertisement of like them fucking in the bathtub making like tidal waves and shit. I just that's so iconic to me. Holy shit. Man said right cat now. dog holy. Cat yeah. dog. I love to meet some cat dog. Oh good shit. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. Cat dog, courage, fucking Rocco. Some somebody that's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about right now and they're gonna comment it. 
I hope they do. Pokemon Vacation into Mewtwo Strikes Back. It's fucking classic. Where Ash turns to stone and Pikachu starts crying and turns everybody. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. we all know. We all know that movie. I don't yeah, know. About yeah, the you all know it, That part I don't know, but the Ash turning into stone bullshit. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah, cried. Where men. That one's good. Where, where men cried. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't cry, then you're lying about it. <laughs> yeah, basically. They, yeah, that was a fucking good movie, man. That was great. Yeah. I want to talk about shows that probably suck without the nostalgia factor. Fucking Pokemon, man. <laughs> that shit's probably ass if you didn't grow oh, up. Oh, dude, have you? Okay, listen. I actually liked Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was a kid, watching just random episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Holy mm-hmm. shit. Have you tried to watch episode one of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I made it about halfway through the first season. <laughs> dude, it is horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, it's I might have bad. to go look that up. <laughs> dude, I might have to go is, give it a it, peek. It, no, no, dude, you will not be able to. It is the most cringe-inducing thing. It's worse than Harry Potter episode one. You say that now, but I'm gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, he just summoned you. He just top decked Yu Gi Oh. Damn, he's the best duelist ever." Like, <laughs> it, it's crazy. Like how much happens, Exodia. <laughs> dude. It's it's crazy how much happens in pilot episodes of things. Like you don't expect much yeah. to happen, and then you're watching. You're like. Huh? Like, what? Fucking Yugi summoning Exodia episode one? Like, what the fuck is going on? He's the top deck. He's just the better player. <laughs> I have four cards in my hand, and no monsters and no spells and traps on the field. The only thing that saved me is top decking the final piece of Exodia. I'm just simply better. Skill issue. <laughs> oh, dude, for real. <laughs> yeah. Um,. It's you know what's also crazy is Breaking Bad, the pilot episode of that. So much happens. Yeah. So much happens. I didn't realize that until I rewatched it like a year ago. Yeah, that's one of the few non VHS medias I've seen is Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. <sighs> They're the greatest. What what do you what do you think is better? Saul. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just really like Mike. So Yeah, Mike's fucking awesome. I can get you guys really mad at me. I have not watched a single episode of Breaking Bad. <sighs> Yeah. See, this right. isn't even nostalgia factor. Like, you can actually just enjoy it right now. Probably, yeah. yeah. If you want to watch it, it's good. It, like, it's one of those things that's like it's generally regarded as good, and it's actually good. It's so. really good, man. Good, good. It's really yeah. Good. I recommend it whenever you get around to it. I'm kind of jealous that you haven't seen it. I wonder what it would be like to watch Better Call Saul first. That's yeah, kind of interesting. That would be that'd be interesting to. To watch Breaking my, Bad after having seen Better Call Saul. I think my dad is doing that. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's good. There's, like, a good number of video games I wish you could just, like, play a game with, like, no, uh, no, like, knowledge of them. And some shows I wish you could watch again with, like, no knowledge of them. Because they were just, like, that good. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm glad. I assume Breaking Bad's probably, like, in that level. Yeah, I wish There's I could so wipe my memory. Pokemon games. That I just haven't played, and I'm just like, oh, well, I get to play them for the first time at some point. That'll be cool. That's a cool feeling. Yeah. I like to have things in the back burner like that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I don't know, I have a problem with it, though. It seems like the more I put it on the back burner, cer- certain things, like, I, I actually lose interest. Yeah, I mean, you it's got time. Like, it's sucky. It's sucky that you I... You just pull the trigger and just do it. I know. There's a lot of games that, like, when I was really addicted to RuneScape, I remember thinking of, like, playing certain games. I was like, oh, that's going to be really fun when I get unaddicted. And now I have no interest. Yeah. Like, damn. 
It's kind of you need to just do it. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know if it'll hit the same. I mean, like, it won't. something I've started doing recently, like I made a uh, like a channel for redemption called like uh, suggest variety or like request variety, as like it's just a list of my video game library. Like okay, at the end of my oh. stream, if you're around, I'll continue playing this game while you're around and shit. And the first thing I got asked for was Zelda Twilight Princess. And I genuinely forgot how good this game was. That and was I've only played like a couple good, hours of it. That dude, was a good it's, game. On the Wii, bro, right? It's so not, yeah. Yeah, we just fucking so good. moving with the Wii sticks, the joystick and the Wii remote, just fucking riding your horse. Mm-hmm. That I part's really... kind of annoying, like having to aim some shit sometimes, but like I otherwise, like. Yeah, it I know, like, like I know how it ends and everything, and I realize like how good the story is and how good the character development of the game is. I'm like, maybe I should see how uh, how like Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild is, just to see like how well they can hold up against the character development that like Twilight Princess had. Because like, holy fuck, like that game did really good with that aspect, and I feel like it's like a really underrated aspect about video games. Dude, I, I'm like, I'm like genuinely right now considering playing Legend of Dragoon like on stream. Like that'd be fucking. I'm just thinking of like these classic games, like Twilight Princess. That that was great. I unfortunately I was never like a Zelda kid, quote unquote. I was more like a Crash Bandicoot, Spyro kid, like that kind of. Yeah, fam. So, I've still never played a 3D Zelda game. Yeah, I I played you Twilight really Princess, should. but that's, yeah, that's like. One. Just one of those things I get to enjoy for the first time at some point. A and lot of you'll like have a, a great time with it. A big problem with uh, like actually like playing other games for me is I just straight up don't have a controller I can use. Like I really, really want to play uh, Super Mario World again and like start playing a few like uh, fun looking ROM hacks of uh, of it as well. But I just don't have a controller, and using a keyboard is just so fucking alien. Like it just it does, my brain does not fucking work. Get the PS4 controller Android. and then download DS4. Yeah, I just need to get. I just need to get a controller at some point, but I don't have enough drive to like actually play other games to <laughs> invest in that right now. So I get that. Yeah, dude, you know what game still goes really hard? Crash Bandicoot Warped. Is that the third one? one? Yeah, that's the third one. Yeah, that shit went fucking nuts. That one, dude, like, that is my childhood right there. Like, that is literally, like... I played the shit out of the second one. See, I never... I didn't own the second one. I had a friend that I had to go to to play that okay, one. yeah. That one was good. That one always seemed more intriguing to me. But I think it was just the simple fact that it wasn't my game. Like, I had to go to my friend's house to play it. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing with Guitar Hero 2. I was a Guitar Hero 3. Like, Guitar Hero 3 was my game, but I played Guitar Hero 1 and 2 at my friend's house beforehand, so those always feel like the more ancient, sort of, like, interesting Mm -hmm. versions of it because I just played the fuck out of Guitar Hero 3. I mean, like, I literally... I I had... Yeah, go for it. I had, like, the first... Yeah, I had the I had one through three and the Aerosmith one. I'm I had sure. yeah Aerosmith. I had Metallica. I had Guitar Hero World Tour. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith Honestly, was pretty ass. What what was <laughs> Aerosmith? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I should have stopped at three. The problem with Guitar Hero Aerosmith. First of all, I actually liked Guitar Hero Aerosmith. 
um, because it still kept true to just being classic Guitar Hero, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed that they didn't try to like go above and beyond with some weird shit. Uh, the problem is there was no incredibly difficult song, so it just felt like a it felt like TOA version of you know if Guitar Hero Three is like Tob. Guitar Hero, <laughs> Guitar Hero Smith. That like one the, for me was I just didn't like Aerosmith. Yeah, I mean that's also, and it's just loaded with Aerosmith. And yeah. Metallica was the same idea. I, I actually it. grew to like Metallica more because of Guitar Hero Metallica, because the songs were just fucking, just violent. Like it's just it felt good strumming a good Metallica song on that game, and I was already really good at Guitar Hero, so. The whole game was like a breeze on expert. It was fun. Yeah, I was never really good at it. I was I just like good enough. Good. <laughs> I yeah. five stars to the fire and the flames. Yeah, I, I five starred it. Yes, good, good, good. I, I, there's absolutely no way I could ever gold star that. Absolutely not. But I could, I could like, I, I was that nerd that would tap the intro, you know, strum once and then put both hands mm-hmm. on the frets. Yeah, that's the only way you clear it though. Like putting your left hand on fucking green. Yeah, no, I would no, no, I would do it the way though where I'm actually clicking um, the the first three with my left hand and then the blue and orange with my right hand. Yeah, you had to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, like, there's no other way you could really go about it reasonably. So you just have insanely quick fingers. It's so hard though. Yeah. No, you're you're doing it like that. Otherwise, you're just trolling. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. A lot of Dude, we're taking, like so many trips down memory fucking lane. This is what you get for bringing on two fucking boomers. Boomers, I know. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Envy asks, at what point did Whale realize the mustache was part of his brand, and he had to keep the meme going? I mean, like, I don't know. I grew, I grew the mustache like um, a few months into COVID. Mm. I don't know. It just like, just to like see if I could, and then I did, and it actually came out pretty well. So I just kind of kept it, and then I had it for like probably at least a year before I even turned on the webcam. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I had already just like had it at that point, and have no plans of removing it. Really? Yeah. So it's just like oh. you actually, because for me, facial hair, I always get like it's like i have it and then i the more i have it the more i want it to go yeah no i've just accepted that i'm just gonna get food in it and that's fine okay are you able to are you able to grow a beard like uh i can do like a goatee but my cheeks have like like 15 hairs on each okay yeah yeah that was it's it's interesting like when you finally take the plunge into growing facial hair for the first time because, like, for me, it was mustache first. And this this was all, like, in my stream arc. Like, when I started streaming, I had never grown facial hair. Yeah. And then grew a mustache. And then I was like, I bet I could grow, a grow uh, like, a goatee. And then I grew a goatee. And then, like, I bet I could just grow a beard. And then I could. Yeah. But, like, it, it never seemed like I actually could until I did it. It was like, nah, this is going to look like total shit. Yeah, and I it, just did it because I was constantly wearing a mask. And I didn't have to show everybody the, the in-between no. phase. COVID started and I started growing out my beard. My beard... Dude, I was listening to advice online of them saying like, oh, if you're growing a beard for the first time, just don't even touch it for three to four months. And I was that dumbass that actually listened to that stupid advice. It's a really stupid advice. It's like, 
you're gonna look like a fucking homeless person for for three months because it's just everywhere. It, it's almost like as if they don't trust that you can just trim your own beard. That's what like yeah. online assumes. Um, but I did what they said, and I had a mask on the whole time. So whenever I went out in public, I just fucking wore the face mask, and it was good. So that was a good time to grow it. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm growing out my beard now, though. I'm actually like really trying to dedicate myself to growing out a long beard currently it's gonna take several months or a year or two but yeah we'll see we'll see if i stick to that we'll see if tomorrow i just fucking shave it but yeah okay um yeah shit what do you guys think covered most of the topics wrap things up i for one I've had a wonderful time. I have too. This is nice. Is I am for one a simple man. When I see a nam, I type a nam. I know that's right. Nam. So true. Uh, like anytime I come on for these, I feel like less of a podcast and more just like, like a yeah, we're just like vibing, just chatting the shit, you know? Yeah, this this yeah. I like these podcasts. This this is what I want the podcast to turn into is like just getting on. I gotta I gotta get on everybody for the first time, and then as soon as I have you know like five hundred people I've had on for the first time, then it's just like from there on out until the day I die, just getting on repeat guests, just chatting yeah. shit. Yeah, I'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not on by say big cast one thousand, well then Sater fucking hate hates you. <laughs> exactly that. Lucky. If I haven't had you on by episode five, I hate you. Yeah. Yeah, Whoa, so fucking oh, true. Fuck. Or sorry, fourteen. I hate you. Yeah. Wait, what was was I fourteen? Weren't you fourteen? Right. Were you fourteen or sixteen? Whatever I episode he is, you went on right. that. I think you were fourteen. Yeah. I think a cold one was eight. Okay, yeah, I know we were like a few episodes apart. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Um. All right, guys, down in the description. Go follow Whale and A Cold One on their socials, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all that bullshit. And uh, next week, we're going to be having Hey Jace on the cast. So No way. Yeah, that one's going to be... That's just... Oh, oh, I'm stoked for that. I'll yeah, listen to that one. All right, good to know you don't hate Hey Jace then. Well, too late for that. <laughs> I'm still getting him on the cast. <laughs> Uh, I'm liking. The, I'm honestly liking this meme now. Yeah. It's yeah, a good, a good meme. meme. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm just waiting for the Toontown meme to fucking spark up. <laughs> I will. I will start this shit. Like within the next yeah. week, you're going to be noticing more people calling shit too. Not like, bro. I'm at RCS Library right now, doing <laughs> the favor for this shit, bro. It actually like legit looks like Toontown it does. for real. It really does. It really does. They fuck. Yeah. They fucking butchered Zaya. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, real talk, boys. I had a great time tonight. I appreciate you guys' time just chatting the shit with me. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. If you guys want to support the cast, down in the description, there's a Patreon link. But other than that, that's it for me. Any any final words from you two? Man. Cash, grass, or ass ain't no one rides for free. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you in the next one, boys. Peace.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.